The Starfield release date news might be bad for folks hoping this game was going to land when they said it would. It could be another Starfield delay. I didn't think we'd have another headline of Starfield delayed again, but I'm going to break down all the info for you right here at the beginning of this stream. The video is long because it's a live stream, but I don't make you go looking for all the information. I put it right here at the beginning. Be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button if you like the content. If you're regularly consuming my content on YouTube, always remember to check your subscriber feed. Sometimes I'm not on your homepage. YouTube's been updating things. Also consider becoming a paying member. It does support the channel and it does give you access to members-only content every single day. This is a Reforge update. Bethesda may be delaying Starfield again while also hinting at possible DLC and seasons or a season pass within an update that hit the Steam database. If you like these quick updates here on Reforge updates, check out Reforge Gaming where I do my live streams. According to xfire.com, Bethesda Game Studios has not given Starfield an exact date yet. But the Steam page got a recent update to reflect new promotional material for the space exploration game. So what exactly hit the Starfield Steam page? Eagle-eyed fans spotted another change to the Steam DB entry for Starfield. The update changed the release date for the game from November the 11th, 2022 to December the 29th of 2023. The new release date has fueled speculation for a late 2023 release now they also added a package to the game so this is adding speculation like maybe they've got planned dlc maybe they have planned seasons i don't think that's that surprising i don't think that's big breaking news there apparently was a package added and according to xfire.com this may be related to a dlc or season pass for starfield the nature of these updates to the steam page varies depending on the developer well Fans started speculating about the release date. According to X-Fire, fans and insiders assume that the new date is just a placeholder, as most AAA titles do not release on the last few days of the year. Bigger studios tend to launch their titles just before Black Friday or before the Christmas rush. Previous delay of Starfield, the previous Starfield delay, and Redfall said they would be landing in the first half of 2023. Now, this placeholder date could indicate a fourth quarter release, which would be another delay after the one we've already received. That would basically be an entire year delay, probably going from November to November. And Bethesda likes November. According to X-Fire, Bethesda has previously released AAA titles during November. Skyrim, Fallout 4, and Fallout 76 were all launched in the middle of November. And if you remember, the original release date for Starfield was 11-11. Now, this placeholder could be for the entire year of 2023. Often when that happens... You'll go to Amazon or some you know site, and you'll go to order the game, and it'll have December 31st, and that's just the placeholder saying, hey, the game's coming that year, we just haven't picked a date yet, okay? Now, I went and looked, December 29th is a Friday, okay, it's a Friday, and December 31st is a Sunday, so I don't know, maybe they chose the last weekday of the year as a placeholder for the whole year, it could be a placeholder for the fourth quarter, and we have good reason to think it could be a placeholder for the fourth quarter quarter because God of War Ragnarok just did this. It changed from September to December 31st and that was sort of going from the last day of the third quarter, September to the last day of the fourth quarter and then God of War is coming in November. Many people saw that placeholder move and they're like, oh no, God of 
Wars getting delayed. And it was like, no, they they now know the release date. It's, it's going to land in that fourth quarter. So it's interesting that they haven't said much of anything. They skipped Gamescom. Starfield skipped. They have been very, very quiet. I have my own concerns that this delay is related to the things we're seeing. We're seeing complaints about memory constraints of the Series S. And from the performance struggles that we saw in their big reveal trailer, I have had my own concerns about really struggling to get this game to run well on the Series X and the Series S. I think it'll run fine on the Series X. It'll probably have some of the things that, you know, Bethesda games are known for. But now we're seeing the possibility of a late 2023 launch, which would be another Starfield delay on top of the ones that we've already received. As always, if you like these quick updates, if you're watching here on Reforge Updates, head over to Reforge Gaming. That's where I stream live. Hit subscribe and the bell button, and I'll see you in the next video. And I'll see the rest of you right now. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. This is going to be, this might end up being a spicy one. Anytime we talk about Xbox, anytime we talk about Starfield, it can get a little dicey. And this one, to me, the more I think about it, the more I think, I I think they're shoving this thing all the way to November. I think they're going to walk back that first half of 2023 thing it'll give redfall room to launch you know i could see redfall launching first half of 2023 and they kick this thing all the way to november they get to keep their 11 11 date you know i i don't know this seems this could be uh the the, the murmurings in the beginnings of another delay uh for starfield the starfield release date has not even been hinted at other than them just saying that yo feed I heard this morning you announced that you, our guys, are having twin girls. Congratulations. My wife is a twin. She's identical. She really wanted twins. Uh, we didn't end up get, being blessed in that way. So happy for you and your family feed. English O with a 14-month milestone is a paying member. Everyone's complaining that Lona was late. I'm just thankful he is catering to all of us that are delayed uh, but still get to see the start. Yeah, I've, I had a lot of show prep to do this morning. I've been trying to do show prep in the evenings, but it's been really better for work-life balance and my mental health to stop working at a certain time of day. And... I, I, I've been having to do my show prep in the morning, so it, it some days it pushes the show back, because my second show today, I think you guys are going to love it, but I don't want to talk about it yet. We got to talk about this. We got things to discuss right now, like smashing the like button, making sure you're on live chat. Let's have a discussion about the Starfield release date news. It gets updated in the Steam database, and it's showing December 29th. Yo, D-Tom, with a 14-month milestone, says, Morning, everyone. If they weren't delaying it to the second half of 2023, they should be putting the placeholder on June 30th. That would be my thought. The placeholder would be in an earlier quarter of the year, D-Tom. I think that's that's a good observation. Yo, Resolve just gifted five memberships to the community, and they're, they're acting funky again, man. I really need YouTube to stop being bad at this. Um, it's so unfortunate. Everybody hit allow gifts if you can. It totally takes the... <laughs> it just takes the wind out of the sails. Like, we gifted five and two people got them. There's plenty of people here that should be able to grab those gifted memberships. Thank you, Resolve, for being so generous. YouTube fixed it, and now it's back to being weird again. Uh, Elaine, Serminara, and Logan grabbed two of the five. Guys, make sure... You have your gifted member thing set to on. You might need to go into your join options, turn it off and back on again. We have noticed that has helped some people get them. 
we again I, I thought they resolved this it appears that they have not the problem has resurfaced if you've never been here before we love to break down Starfield news we've covered this game quite a bit I'm actually really looking forward to it and part of me thinks I, I think this thing is probably landing late next year I think it's getting bumped again I believe my theories about why it's been delayed and the problems that they're having I, th- I think that th- that theory is going to get legs over time and I'm happy for them to take more time because I want the game to be good like I'm not meaning uh, it uh, it just says early 2023 on this Starfield it says expected early 23 yeah so Paul just found a screenshot that says Starfield is expected early 2023 and when they announced the delay they did say that they said that both Redfall and Starfield would be landing early uh, next year see my above comment regarding the possible delay if this gets delayed to November I will come back and give 50 subs you're thinking March or April okay yeah do it detective if it gets delayed all the way to November I'm telling you Bethesda likes November taking more time giving giving Redfall giving Redfall time to launch push out DLC get the ball rolling I I, I definitely think that is uh, that is a thing that they need to continue to uh, to look at is making space for their games you know there they go. More, more of those gifteds are going out now. Malcolm and Nolan D'Souza. Guys, click that green box at the top of the chat. There's one more gifted there. I think YouTube is trying to be a little more strict on who gets them. We did have some people come in and say, I've never even watched you before and I got a gifted member. I think some of those people probably watched me during Summer Game Fest and didn't realize they were watching my channel. They, were, they probably thought they were watching a live event. So make sure you're turning that on. YouTube is doing something because I cannot use Super Chat right now either. Yeah, they have done something and chat has been acting really weird. If you periodically get disconnected or get buffering or audio, I just hope you guys know that's not me. I have no control over that. They're making changes to the front end and sometimes it requires you guys to refresh. I run a very tight ship. Everything is very smooth. No bitrate issues. So... Yeah, let's get those likes up. That always helps. No matter what, the likes help. Eugene says, uh, it seems like a pretty good indicator of a delay. Yeah, what well, you go in and you say, oh, we're going to update the, the, the release date and you pick December 29th. Like, and, and again, Paul finds an official screenshot from, I think that's from, what is that? The Game Pass advertisement. And it says, it's expected right starfield expected early 2023 that's not that's a weird phrase that's not them saying oh yeah it's coming on 2023 early 2023 14 months from john always what a great milestone remember milestones are still working yo it's a resub yeah that's old that's old school jeff grubb says he believes first party games can be released next to each other when he was talking about what games will come next year, the submodel permits that if Diablo 4 goes day one on Game Pass. Right, I get what you're saying, Miguel, and I know there's different theories about whether or not games can can launch right next to each other, but when it's your own titles, like when you have literally two titles from the same platform, same company, I, I, don't, I don't know. I think they still like to give space. Because think about it. They're spending marketing dollars, okay, Miguel? So... I don't disagree with you. You can have completely different games from completely different companies launching close to each other. That's not that big of a deal. But 
Redfall is from them, is it not? Like, who's making Redfall? Isn't Redfall from uh, Bethesda? I thought it was from them. Yeah, it's from Bethesda. Arcane's the studio, but Bethesda Softworks is behind it. Now, I think Starfield isn't from Bethesda Softworks. No. No, it, oh, I get it. I get it. So the publisher is Bethesda Softworks for both games, but Bethesda Game Studios is building Starfield and Arcane is building Redfall. Okay, so you have to consider the publisher. The publisher, it's the same publisher for both games, for both Redfall and Starfield. They're not going to want to spend marketing dollars and have their games stepping on each other's toes. They would certainly want Starfield and Redfall to launch separate from each other. And early 2023, that doesn't even indicate first half. That indicates like first quarter. If, if somebody told you that something's coming early next year, I don't think you would interpret that as, oh, that, that clearly means first half. You would think first first quarter. So by the end of 2023, it'll be seven years of production, says Aaron. I believe that is correct. Yes. They likely give space, no pun intended. Right? <laughs> yeah, Asian Slick Slayer. What kind of game is Redfall? Uh, it is a, like, co-op shooter with, like, four classes to choose from. You're, like, fighting vampires. They're very different games, Zubair, if that's the train track you're wanting to get on. They are very different games, but again, I feel like the publisher's gonna want to get a lot of bang for their marketing buck, and they're not gonna want to spend marketing dollars on two of their games at the exact same time. I feel like they would want to space them out. Why change one obviously wrong date for another? It makes no sense. Right, Eugene? Like... If you're going to remove the November date, everybody knows the November 2022 date is getting moved. Now, the only thing I could think, Eugene, is when they have the Starfield release date set at November of this year, there could have been people going in there and being like, that's next month. Is this game coming out? Like, And they might have been like, I don't know, under a rock and somehow missed the delay announcement. So it's possible, it's very possible that somebody just went in and was like, hey, bump that to next year. What the frick? That can't be on November. November's about to happen. If the second delay is happening, I'm more confident to predict that the release date might be 11-11-23. They like doing things like that. They like releasing in November. Uh, the problem with 11-11 is it lands on a Saturday. That's a really, really awkward release date. I don't think you're going to get an 11 11 23 11 12 23 i don't think that will be it either that's a sunday those are all really awkward dates um they could probably try and do something with 11 10 maybe um and the ones and the zeros i don't know it's a business placeholder well money bag the problem with the theory of it just being a placeholder is that nobody's ever i've never seen anybody choose the 29th of december Anytime I've seen placeholders selected, it's always December 31st. It's the last day of the year and the last day of the quarter. I've never seen anybody pick the 29th of December. I don't... I, I'm, I'm serious. I've been covering games for a really, really long time. And anytime people are trying to figure out a release date, they're like, Oh yeah, let, let's go figure it out. And we go look it up. Oh, it's finally on this website. And it's always 1231. Always. Yo, it's good, Demetrius. We hitting 20k subs today. I don't know. I've got two really good shows. I've got two really, really good shows. And if you guys have never been here before, you could help us hit a huge milestone. Hit subscribe. You can talk in my chat. And uh, that is also helping my channel grow. You'll also not miss my talk shows. I do variety gaming talk shows Monday through Friday. And I've got a great second show for you today. It's about the next big looter. Then I believe we might have the next big looter on our hands. It's possible. 
If Diablo 4 gets Game Pass Day 1, they might delay games and move stuff around. Other than that, I don't think any anything gets pushed. I mean, Diablo could certainly move things for sure. For sure. If you're just tuning in for the latest Starfield release date news, let me give you a too long didn't read. You can always rewind my live streams in the first five minutes. Gives you the complete breakdown of the story that we're covering that day. But I'll give you a quick one. Uh, right now, the Steam database, the Steam database for Starfield has been updated, and the release date was moved from November of this year to December 29th of next year. That seems to be at odds with telling everybody it's going to be coming early 2023. 29's last business day in 2023. Money bags. I, I kind of said that in my open. I'm like, okay, it's a Friday, so maybe they wanted to pick like the last actual potential release date of the year maybe steam is goofy maybe steam but steam lets people launch games on saturday and sunday so i don't know if that theory has a whole lot of legs brother like i i've been covering games for eight years man i've never seen anybody pick the 29th it's always december 31st always right 29th is sunday as well no 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 december 29th is a friday december 31st is a sunday i went and looked so the 29th is like the last weekday of 2023. And I thought, well, there might be something to that. It is an awkward date, but maybe... I, and again, why? Like, why would you pick that date? I'm going to tell you right now why they picked that date. Here's the reality, okay? I don't even think they know what the Starfield release date is. They don't. This thing could be landing in June. It could be landing in August, September. The reason they picked December is they can't even guarantee a window right now. I'm just going to call it. I'm going to call this what this is. I'm not being a negative Nancy. I'm not being a hater. I really want this game to come out. But if you pick December, it's because you don't even know what the window is, which is a little concerning because that means you have no idea how long this is going to take for you to get ready. Whatever caused the delay, they don't have a timeline on it. Seriously, think about it. If if you're if you're no if you know when the game's coming, you don't pick December 29th. You don't. You would pick the last day of that quarter it would make everybody buzzing about your game everybody be like that's the release date that day oh my gosh and then you know the press would weigh in and say oh it's probably the last day of the quarter it's going to land within this window you only would pick December if you're like it's coming next year sometime we don't even know when yet it gives you a whole year window to work with right you have to understand something. They told everybody that the Starfield release date would be early next year, and the release date that they just chose as a placeholder doesn't communicate that. It communicates that all of next year is a possible release for Starfield. All of next year. And I got news for you. If it lands again in November or December, I'd be worried about it getting shoved one more time. I'm dead serious. I'd be really worried. I'm like, that's a lot of freaking time. That's a big... That's that's a Destiny 1 Halo Infinite style delay. Isn't it? That's like a... Are you, are you trying to grab a whole other year? What's going on over there, right? I, I, I don't know. I'm not saying that it's going to go to 2024. I'm just saying, if they finally trot out... The release date and it lands in November, December. 
I would actually be way more concerned than if it lands in like March, June or something. Like somewhere in that window. It tells me the game is nowhere near ready if they if that is indeed the case. This feels like a lot of weight to give a placeholder. Do we have anything else? Uh, I I would I would say Zubair, we do have some other things to add to the speculation. I'm not just going off of the placeholder. I'm also going off of the the silence that they took. Because if you think about it, this thing was supposed to be landing in a month, okay? So my assumption surrounding that, in my experience of covering games, when you are on the runway for your release date, you have a ton of stuff to show. You have B-roll, you have gameplay, you have multiple vertical slices that you have done some great work with that you really want to show people. And they, something happened. They go to Summer Game Fest and they go to the, well, they go to the Xbox Bethesda Showcase and they drop this gameplay trailer. It starts to get chopped up. People start to notice performance issues and everyone's like, you guys just delayed this, right? You just delayed this. They, they, they announced the delay before the summer because they didn't want that to be a part of the announcement. So it's like, okay, so you just delayed this and you're showing something that doesn't seem to be running all that well. And then after that, it's weird things start happening. They're supposed to be at Gamescom. They back out of Gamescom completely. They went, three things happened with Gamescom. First, Starfield was going to be there and have new gameplay to show. Then, they update the post and say, we're going to replay the trailer. Then, they pull out completely, and they don't even go. I, what 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 happened? You think they're pulling a Sonic movie? I honestly don't know, Zubair. I don't. T-Tube says, well, you've said that this game is going to be their new flagship. They've seen what happened with Cyberpunk and with Halo Infinite. They need to get this right. I, I, I agree with that. They said that all the games in June's Xbox Showcase would be out by the next 12 months. They did say that same. Eugene says they went from a hard date to a window, and we're approaching that window. We're approaching holiday time when people are looking to buy consoles and stuff, and they have no news, and now this happens. Sus AF, says Eugene. Right, like, are you trying to secure pre-orders? Wouldn't, like, think about what Eugene just said. If you were going to target early 2023, wouldn't you be gearing up and marketing for, like, pre-orders, bundles, things of that nature. Like, there are games landing in that first quarter of next year, and buddy, they're talking to us. They're showing us stuff. Dead Space just did it. Hogwarts has been doing it. Uh, Forspoken's been doing it. Plenty of games that got bumped or landed in first quarter next year have been out there pressing the uh, pressing the flesh. They're out there pushing the marketing, and Starfield went quiet. Now, now, I'm not trying to say that's indicative of a problem. I'm just saying there's a lot here that's making me go, I don't know, man. I don't think this thing's landing early 2023. If it was, you'd, you'd be talking. Now, there's the rest of the year. So they do have the rest of October and November. There is another theory. Let me trot out another theory. While I'm trotting out this other theory, do me a favor. If you've never been here before, hit subscribe so you can talk in my chat and give that like button a smash. We're right on the doorstep of a 200-like milestone. That does help the video. Make sure you're on live chat instead of top chat. You'll be able to see what everybody is saying, and I would love to hear from some new people this morning. We're not seeing any new subscribers just yet, so if you're just sort of spectating from the sidelines... Make sure and subscribe so we can hear from you. Let me try out another theory about what's going on. They're getting ready 
to enter into the marketing funnel again and they had to bump the date in Steam because they're getting ready to announce the release date. That is possible. It's like, hey, here's all of our stuff. Yeah, we delayed and then quiet, 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 quiet. And then right before we enter into the monsoon of October, you know, November, December, they update that release date because they're getting ready to jump back into the marketing funnel. That's possible. It is. And it's possible that December date is just literally a placeholder date for next year. But typically, the placeholder date for a year is December 31st, not December 29th. The December 29th is a weird date. You're calling it right, says Butters. They don't know, which is not Bethesda. Xbox has stepped in. This is a fact. If it was up to Todd, it would be out and they would be patching uh, one time every two weeks. Xbox has seen its next-gen track record and knows they can't release bugs on the level Bethesda would allow to happen. Xbox, I believe, is moving to become very hands-on with their studios, proving Halo was a PR disaster, and if this flops, they know it's a massive restructuring of Xbox would be incoming. What Butters is saying is, I think, potentially on the mark. I'm t- it's, it's almost like Microsoft stepped in and said, Stop. Just stop it your gameplay breakdown your gameplay revealed during the Xbox Bethesda showcase it's being broken down by experts and it ain't looking so hot digital foundries finding like jittering shaking shadows frame drops there's 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 graphical pop in what the frick are y'all doing over there and it's possible it's possible if you remember Halo Infinite had people in leadership that were being sort of misrepresentative of the product to Microsoft what if something similar was going on with Bethesda? What if they were struggling with certain aspects of the game, either optimizing for the Series S? Maybe they didn't have a version for Xbox in the pipeline because they were going to do that PS5 timed exclusive. If Starfield was going to be a timed PS5 exclusive, the build for Xbox might have been not ready yet. Does that make sense? So they get bought and it's like, well, you better hurry up. You better get that ready. In the end, delays are much better than a failed or busted release. But that said, it is honestly a rough time for Xbox players these days. Hopefully, whenever this game does come out, it's ready. I think that's kind of where, you know, Butters was coming from. Right? It's like, hey, if 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 you're going to if you're going to release this game, you you better absolutely nail it. We cannot have another half-baked first party come out. We can't. Halo is out on Main Street right now with its pants pulled down. We can't have this. Like, you got Halo Infinite right out there on Main Street looking like a spanked butt. Like, what the frick is going on with that game? You got people leaving the company, rumors of the engine switching, a hiring freeze, and they're like, listen, that can't happen with Starfield. Starfield release can't happen. And so it it, it can't happen to be bad. I think Butters is on to something. I think Microsoft might have stepped in and said, nope, uh-uh, no, we're not doing that again. You get this thing right or, or it doesn't come out at all. I'm willing to wait as long as it's in good shape and not needing multiple patches to be in a playable state. Looking like a spanked butt. How was Lono living? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> It's pants pulled down looking like a spank butt. What the hell? Okay, stinks. I've been hanging around with my kids too much, maybe. 
Reforge stumbled in here from the COD coverage weeks ago, but honestly love your insights. Keep them coming. Hey, thank you, Ryan. I appreciate that. If you guys have been enjoying my coverage and you've watched recently from me covering other games, make sure you're subscribed with that bell button. Check your sub feed every day. Sometimes I won't be on your YouTube homepage. you got to hit that subscriptions button. Hit that subscriptions button. Go to your sub feed. I do multiple shows a day. I got two great shows for you today. I'm very, very excited about the second show. I'm very excited. I think perception-wise, Microsoft knows they have to ace this, or people are going to blame them again. What Starfield's supposed to be about? It's basically a Fallout RPG in space. It's space exploration meets Fallout 4, you know, kind of. I, I don't want that to sound like I'm being reductionist and unkind to the product. It looks dope, but that's a very quick summary of essentially what you'll be doing. Who is fanboyish or gullible enough to believe anything Microsoft says when it comes to gaming? They're always lying. I don't agree with that. I, I think that's a. I think that's. A, you sound like the inverse. Of, people say that about Sony. I, I. I find that level of of contribution to the conversation just unhelpful. I don't think so. I knew this game wouldn't be ready by next summer. Delays are fine. It's the bogus release windows that are uh, shady AF. Everybody's doing this now, says Captain Crunch. I know Ray, that doesn't mean I have to like it. Oh, what's TJ Rage saying? Because Ray responded to you. I want to see. I want to catch up on the dialogue here. I'm sick of accepting delays. Oh, okay, okay. So TJ's not saying, like, don't delay, launch crap. He's saying, listen, I, yeah, I'm sick of this, right? Yeah, if you ever guys, if you guys ever like my shirt, it comes from 80stees.com. Use code LONO over there. We're having a little bit more code usage over there. Uh, we had three code usages last month. I'd love to see that code get used ten times over there. I would much rather people do a membership here or order coffee. We have our own coffee. You're watching Reforge Gaming, and our coffee is called Reforge Roast. So I would much rather you buy coffee or become a member but we really do appreciate the people who go over there and support our sponsors and use my code uh using my code over there on uh on 80s tees we appreciate that very very much also make sure and anytime you're going to order something from amazon use my amazon affiliate link it's in the description of all my videos and there's an amazon command especially if you're ordering from amazon on a regular basis uh that supports me as well i agree I mean, how much harder is it to make games nowadays than it was 15 years ago when game development was 2 to 4 years instead of 8 to 10? Well, Tony, I'll tell you what it is. It's not that it's not that the construction and the architecture of building buildings has changed. They're building bigger buildings, homie. Do you know what I'm saying? It would be like going to a construction foreman and be like, "Hey man, I don't understand. A couple of years ago, you were building these one-story ranch homes really quickly." Why is it taking you so long to build this 10-story skyscraper? I don't get it. It's like, what What do you mean? It's bigger, bro. Like, you see what I'm saying? I don't think that it's the tech that's changed. It's the scope and the size that's changed, you know? Companies need to change up uh, to change the way they market, and this problem will be less problematic. Stop revealing so early. Stop setting dates until you pass a proper milestone uh, that no problem can change it. Distorted, do you want to know what happened to this game in particular? Take one wild guess why Starfield's timeline got jacked up. I, I, come on, chat. Come on. Let's play the guessing game. 
What what happened? <laughs> what happened to Starfield that just completely messed up their timeline? No, it's not the Series S. Zoom out a little bit. There it is. Tony C. Oh, 20 points to Tony C. They were bought. They were bought. Acquisitions are tectonic. When you get acquired, everything changes, right? I think I my personal theory is that Starfield was going to be a timed PS5 exclusive. I think they were going to kick it to the Xbox six months to a year later. I think they were going to skip out on the S. And I think all of those plans got torpedoed when they got purchased by Microsoft. I don't think it's Ragnarok. I don't think it's the Sicky. I don't think the Sicky is is having that effect as much anymore. I still think the Sicky is affecting the fourth quarter of this year. I think a lot of games got bumps to next year, but I think we're getting out from underneath the shadow of the Sicky. I think we will finally descend, you know, from the shadows of the Sicky in 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 the second quarter of next year. I think we'll finally be like, wow, we can finally have some regular game launches and TV show and movie launches, right? Like all of our glorious entertainment can return, you know, to its to its glory glory filled, you know, release date schedules. If you guys are enjoying today's coverage, thank you so much for being here. This is Reforge Gaming. It's a talk show. It's a, it's a channel where we do talk shows every day. Be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button if you're enjoying my coverage. I am a safe-for-work broadcaster. It means I'm not swearing. A lot of people throw me on in the background of the day like a radio show or podcast. If you like this kind of content on YouTube, I'd love to see you subscribe. And chime in in the chat. What do you think about the latest Starfield release date news that it might be getting another delay? Looking like it might be landing late next year. I, I don't know. There's a part of me that really thinks that that sounds... Like, if, if, if I was a betting man right now, and somebody said, all right, you got to put your chips on the table, you know, red or black, like at the roulette table. And it was first six months of 2023. And it was the second six months of 2023. I'd be, I'd be putting my chips. I'd be putting my chips on the, the second half of 2023. I would. That's what I would be doing. The 4080 came out. It's the same size as series. S. Yeah. That, that video card's massive. Considering it's Bethesda and the engine they're working with, and after Fallout 76, yeah, Microsoft gave them uh, all the time in the world. Of course it was Microsoft. They are the perfect match. Trash dev for a trash platform. Oh, come on. Come on. This will be one of the biggest gaming blunders in history. Well, I mean, you're being extremely hyperbolic. I don't appreciate just being super, super anti-Xbox. I like Microsoft and Xbox. I think they can I think they can get into a really good place. I think the plane will level out. I think they've got good property and they've got good plans. So I don't think they're a trash platform. However, I do think that your prediction about this being one of the biggest game blunders in history, it's got some competition, right? It's got some competition because you got Cyberpunk. You got No Man's Sky. Those are pretty bad blunders. Cyberpunk's probably the king of launch blunders. You know, Anthem's probably up there too. Distorted says, This problem happens with other games too, so I went with a general solution versus a Starfield-specific one. I think companies' way of marketing are locking them into these expectations. Oh, for sure. For sure. I will not at all debate or argue with people who think that game companies need to change their marketing. And a good example of a game recently, we just covered it yesterday, Wild Hearts. They're like, oh yeah, we're making a game. Okay, cool. Cool, we're glad you're making a game. They're like, 
Oh, uh, it's time to show you the game. Oh, cool. When's it coming out? Oh, in five months. Wait, what? Like, that is... I'm telling you, I think more games need to do that. Just, hey, we're making a game. And that's important for shareholders, investors, and potential hiring of talent. It's important to make the announcement and to say, hey... We're making a game, like when Cyberpunk says, hey, you know, we're making The Witcher in Unreal 5, and we're making all future product in Unreal 5. Those are important announcements, okay? And then, after you tell me you're you're making a game, then go away and be quiet. Just, just, shush, shush, shush. I don't want to hear from you. Congratulations, you're making a game. We're all proud of you. Don't talk to me until your game is is within an 11 month window of releasing, okay? I don't wanna hear from you, right? It's like when your kid's like, I'm gonna go clean my room, and you're like, great. I don't wanna hear from you until it's done, so just stay in there, don't come out, don't, don't, don't come, I have a question, or can I, can I have a snack? No, just clean, clean your room. Get lost uh, loyalty card, what is that? Get lost loyalty card? What who's who do I tell people to get lost? What's that about? <clears throat> as soon as I see people with so much hate for Xbox or PlayStation, I just assume you're broke. Get both concepts consoles like a big boy. Oh come on. Oh, it's from yesterday. Okay. The game is just not ready and they don't want another L on their record, says Rice Pudding. <laughs> Il Ray Tito's like, I'm gonna go clean the garage then. You do that, Tito, and we don't want to hear from you till it's done, okay? And I mean done done. I don't mean just pick up the clutter. I mean get the broom out, bro. Get the broom! I'm just kidding. That <laughs> Who who yells that? Who yells get the broom? Uh I wonder if a modding group will create the world of oblivion or Skyrim on one of the empty planets. Oh, I I, I guarantee you that will happen. Ashes of Creation has a big chance of becoming another star citizen. Ashes of Creation looks potentially very good. It no longer feels like a meme. You know what we didn't do? We didn't enter into the landscape of the discussion around Ashes of Creation. I was kind of waiting to see if someone was going to release a good video, like a good reaction video. Maybe Ginger Prime will do this. They are. There's a big discussion now around Ashes of Creation and like action-style combat versus the tab. So we, we may end up covering that in the future. Could I get 44 more likes? If you're enjoying the coverage this morning, make sure you're on live chat instead of top chat. You, you'll, you, you can't see what everybody's saying if you're on top chat. And then do me a favor, smash that like button. Help us get to a 300 like milestone. If you haven't subscribed yet, do that. It helps you talk in my chat. Three minutes ago, somebody ordered some Reforged Roast. I've never seen this name before. I don't think so. Belon Jude. Thanks, Lona, for the awesome content. Belon Jude ordered a bag of Dark Roast. Who wants to be the first new member? And who wants to be the, f- the next coffee order? Thank you guys so much for being here. I get that maybe sometimes devs need to announce early to get more investor money, but I definitely prefer the Wild Hearts approach. Well, what's funny is, new uh, new uh, Swervathan, Swervathan, what's funny about this is, Wild Hearts announced they were making the game a while ago. They just did like a press release. Now, they might have already had the bandwidth to build it, so they didn't really need to come out and do like a teaser trailer to then hire people. So like sometimes they might not need to do the teaser, but I'm fairly certain they did a press release about Wild Hearts like a while ago. There were people that knew. They're like, oh, yeah, the people that made, uh, you know, Tukadin are are making a uh, are making a 
are making a, a monster game. Cool, sweet. Well, we look forward to seeing him. You know, seeing it. I believe Brian has recently talked about that very thing. Oh, does he have a video about the two combat systems, the, the debate surrounding there? I think we'll get a lot more info at one of the Game Show Awards. Microsoft likes that platform each year, and we'll get some big news. Sadly, it's two months away. So you think we'll get new Starfield news during the Game Awards. I hope it comes in the first half, but with Redfall presumably close to release, as well as Starfield, it could be pushed to allow for bug fixing and space for Redfall. That was something that we said this morning, is that a possible Starfield delay happening again could be literally related to Redfall. They're like, we need to make space for Redfall. It's the same publisher, right? You got the one company publishing both games, and they're like, listen, listen, y'all can't be stepping on each other's toes, okay? You, you, gotta, you gotta let Redfall have its moments and, and even get some DLC out the door. I'm telling you, this timeline makes sense to me. Redfall lands in first quarter of next year, maybe second quarter, and that gives them enough time to pump out one DLC, all right? And then Starfield lands in November. I'm serious. I, I think Bethesda likes November. I think a Starfield release date in November is something that they already wanted to do. Did they actually delay Starfield? They updated the placeholder for Starfield in the Steam database, so originally it was supposed to launch next month, right? So they took that release date and they moved it to December the 29th of next year. Now, there's a couple of theories. Some people are saying, oh, that's a placeholder for next year. Well, typically when you do a placeholder for next year, about like 99% of the time I've seen it done, they pick December 31st. So December the 29th is a little awkward. It's the last business day of the year. It's a Friday. And I don't foresee them launching on that date some people would say oh it's the last business day of fourth quarter so it's going to land in fourth quarter however god of war ragnarok just did this god of war ragnarok bumped its placeholder date from the end of september the last day of september to december the 31st and we all said the same thing we're like that's not a delay they've just picked their release date it's going to land in the fourth quarter of this year they might have been originally thinking that they might get Ragnarok out before that. Maybe it'll get out, you know, third quarter. And once they realize, nope, coming in November, bink, and then they and then they bump it to the fourth quarter. So I don't know why they wouldn't just pick December the 31st. So it is very possible that Starfield is not landing in early 2023 like they promised. All of the press said Redfall and Starfield, first half of next year, first half of next year. Some of that's because they said during the Xbox Bethesda Showcase, everything we show you today is coming out in the next 12 months. Well, the Xbox Bethesda Showcase was in June, so that means everything we saw during that showcase should be landing before or in June of 2023. So that's the first half of 2023. So this placeholder date is obviously causing concern that the Starfield release date is now getting delayed one more time. Was it in ink this time too? So one of the theories that's been floated out this morning is that Microsoft got involved. Like Todd Howard seemed to be very confident in the product, the game, and the release date. And it's almost like someone higher up than Todd Howard came in and said no you're not releasing this year that could be based on a number of things quality of the product their showcase during the Xbox Bethesda showcase wasn't that amazing they could have had proof of concept vertical slices that they sent to Microsoft that maybe didn't look that great they could be I've theorized they're having trouble getting it to optimize and run well on the Series S because we're hearing complaints about the Series S with memory constraints so 
I, I think Microsoft stepped in and is like, no, no. Ragnarok's already big enough. We're not going to make it look even bigger by launching in its wake and fumbling the ball. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> uh, man, all that stuff is supposed to be by June. Well, it's October. Seems like a lot will be released by June. That's what I'm saying. I wish I could see how long people are subscribed. I really, really do. I, I really do. I'm always curious about names I've never seen before, and you just happen to come in. You're talking to each other. Yeah, yeah I tell you what. I tell you what. I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to go ahead and do this. The spidey sense is tingling. It's like never seen either of you here before, and you're not talking to me, and you're not talking to the chat. And you're in here promoting your own channel. So, enjoy the ban. I smell ya. I'm on to ya. I've never ever had people come in and do that unless they're trying to promote their own channel, which is scummy. So, GTFO. Um, I mean, it worked. It worked. You got a subscriber. Yeah, there you go. Good job, Corey. Um, I got a feeling the mods for Starfield will be really, really good. God of War Ragnarok got delayed because Christopher Judge had health issues. Yeah, he had issues with his back, for sure. For sure. I'm sure Todd is ticked. Hopefully this doesn't tarnish their relationship from the jump. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know, bro. I don't know if it's going to tarnish the relationship. I could definitely see them saying, like, man, oh, man, that's kind of irritating. We had this timeline. We got purchased. Like, I could see Bethesda saying, look, man, the Starfield release date, we loved that release date. 11-11, we had all this stuff planned. And then Microsoft comes in and was like, no, you're not doing any of that now. No. No, it's coming out next year. It's coming out on the Series S. Uh, We're going to throw it on Game Pass. You know, Papa Microsoft walked in the room and told them how it was going to be. They're like, this is how it's going to be right now. Another settlement needs your help. <laughs> Talk and cry all he likes. Microsoft's like, bye, Felicia. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, they could walk him out the door, maybe. I don't know what the contract stipulated. Well, then don't get bought. Isn't that the problem, Zubair? Isn't that the problem that you face with an acquisition? Because you have a fiduciary duty to your shareholders, and if the acquisition offer is one that will profit the shareholders, don't you have to take it? I mean, you don't have to take it, but... You have to give good reason to turn it down. Like, they might not have even been in a position to turn it down. Microsoft writes that check, and your shareholders are going to be like, you better freaking take that. ZeniMax Media got taken over, says Paul. They were private, not public. Oh, they were a private company? Man. What? Why'd they? Yeah, I guess then Zubair's right. Yeah, don't get bought, you know? Uh, that was a genuine subscriber from another YouTuber. I noticed him and asked him about if he was doing his podcast tonight. Wait, Corey, you're in here all the time. I've had people do that before. The minute I have people come in and they're not talking to me, they're talking to each other, and they just happen to mention, are you doing a show, are you streaming, are you streaming later? I'm always like, what the frick are you doing? I know what you're doing. I've had people do that many, many times. Many, many times. So, it made my spidey sense tingle. Like, if that was a genuine interchange, I'll unban them. You know? I've had people... I've been I've been streaming... I've been live streaming for eight years. I've almost never had anybody come in and do that who are not promoting. 
He wasn't promoting his show. He was asked. He was asked by another name I didn't recognize. I didn't see Corey ask. I saw somebody else ask. And I was like, I don't recognize either of you. I don't recognize either of you. I will happily unhide them on the channel. I've been doing this for a very long time. The minute I see names I don't recognize. Oh, you asked him first, Corey? Okay. Well, if you asked him first, I'll undo it. I'll undo it. I didn't even see what that said. Oh, sorry, Quiet Shy. I showed that vi- I showed that and didn't even read what it said. Bethesda was bought by Zenimax in 1999. Maybe they should have thought of the cir- circumstances. I was watching you for your take. Okay, that was a misfire. That's my bad. I made a mistake. Listen, like I said, I've been doing this for a very long time, and it's a common tactic that people use. They come in when you're having a big day. They have this conversation back and forth with each other. And then they start promoting a channel. And it's like, oh, come on, don't do that, right? If Corey was the one that brought it up, then I don't care because he's a long-standing member that was just making conversation. That's that's different. They should have known that in 20 years, Xbox was going to become their dad. <laughs> AOZ with a $20 tip through Super Chat. Financial reports indicating that Game Pass subscriptions are steady despite little content drought may be convincing Microsoft to allow more relaxed release schedules for better quality. Also, tip for the SSD fund. Oh, the SSD fund got more expensive yesterday. You guys want to hear what I did to my streaming rig? (laughs) I burned out a water pump. I burned out a water... (laughs) I burned out a liquid cooling pump in a year. It took me a year. Because remember when we were streaming on the CPU at like medium quality? Yeah, we did that for 10 months and that poor pump started to, to, to act up. So I went into the BIOS and I turned it on to full because I was like, it's not keeping up with the heat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're replacing more than the hard drives. He's like, I got to tell you, man, this liquid cooling is going bad. I was like, y'all put that in like half a year ago. He checks the report. He's like, it was a year ago. He's like, we would have replaced it if it was within six months. I was like, son of a gun. I was like, well, I won't burn this one out. I won't burn this one out. I said, I'm now, I'm now streaming on the video card. <laughs> I knew. I knew. I was like, man, this, this CPU is getting hot. It's getting hot. That's why we switched to streaming on the video card. So, yeah, I, uh, I burned out my, my liquid cooling. Uh, <laughs> I burned it out in 12 months, baby. I went full. Never go full, chat. I went full. Oh, my gosh. If you guys, guys do me a favor, if you're enjoying the show, the banter and the laughs this morning, smash the like button. We're right on the doorstep of 300 likes. I want to hear from you. If you've not hit subscribe yet, hit subscribe and then talk in my chat. Let me know what you think about the Starfield release date news. Hey, my cyberpunk short, there it goes. It's getting good treatment. That Dead Space short just doing freaking numbers. It's going to pull like 10K. Gee, Christmas. People are angry. <laughs> about that sure they are angry with me you were like okay putting a note on the counter to bring it in for a new one in five months (laughs) yeah that's exactly right i was like okay well i'll be back in 12 months (laughs) f you i'll see you tomorrow (laughs) someone clip this for when people come in and want hardware advice that's right. What you want to do is you want to turn the freaking the liquid cooling pump to full in your BIOS, and then it'll give you a good 12-month shelf life. <laughs> Stupid. Shouldn't have a 12-month warranty. Uh, they do a six-month warranty. 
Yeah, they do a six-month warranty there. If I wanted to do a 12-month warranty, I'd have to take it up with the manufacturer, and I don't have time for that. I, I don't I don't have freaking time for that. They're going to replace it and put a brand new one in for 100 bucks. I'm like, do it. <laughs> $100? Yeah, go ahead. I don't even use the CPU to stream anymore, right? If you're not supposed to go full, then why is the option in the BIOS for it? That's right. Morning, I'm not surprised by this news. If you're just tuning in for the Starfield release date news, that is the headline of today's stream. And the thumbnail says, delayed again? Well, it's very possible. So they updated the stream data, the stream, the Steam database. The Starfield Steam database updated and they moved the release date from November of this year, which we already knew it was getting moved out of November. That's not the news. The news is that they selected December 29th of next year. And that is uh, a little concerning. People are like, oh my gosh, I thought it was going to land early next year. That's what we were told. We were told first half of next year. There's literal advertisements for Xbox Game Pass that says Starfield's expected to arrive on early 2023, right? I don't know if a warranty's going to cover him cranking it up. Well, they wouldn't be able to necessarily prove that I did that. I would be like, it just isn't working. But they, I'd have to send it to them. They'd have to test it. They'd have to do. They'd have to, you know, stress test it, and then be like, yeah, I, I guess we'll replace it, or maybe not. It's just a hundred dollars, and I'm done. It's easier, you know. It's easier. Standing on my soapbox, Corsair warranty support has fallen off a lot. No more PC use from them. Says Hopping Rabbit. They are running into territory where next-gen only will be coming out and Starfield will be designed for last-gen only. Oof, don't say that. That's mean. Yo, uh, what do we got here? What do we got here? Um, it started, I thought it was just going to be canceled. What's up? No, 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 no. They're not canceling the game. They're not canceling the game. I'm curious what you guys think. Chat, weigh in on this. When do you think... Starfield releases. Just give me a month. Give me a month of next year. If you think it's going to be 2024, obviously add that to your to your to your answer. But I'm curious. Do you think where when's this thing la- launching next year? Yeah, that freaking Cyberpunk's that thing's cruising right now. All right, let's see. Let's see. We got somebody saying March. We got somebody saying November. Sven says summer. Hey, Seuss, um, I'm going to call you Jesus. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Our Lord and Savior thinks it's coming out in 2024. Uh, end of the year, 2023, November, December, September. A lot of people are picking late next year. Uh, Corey says, November of 2024. You are cruel, you are a cruel, cruel mistress. 2024, if it doesn't get canceled, I mean, it's not going to get canceled. They're not going to cancel the product, the project. February, June, June or October. Nobody else with the Jesus. My best guess is December of 2023, says Chris. Yeah, are there any dates in December that would look really, really good? Oh, they love they love cool dates. What do you guys think? Do you guys think? Let's look here. Let's look here. Ooh, ooh, 12, 12, 23. 12, 12, 23 is a Tuesday, chat. 12, 12, 12, 23. That's a Tuesday. And they all, they, people love to release games on Tuesdays. I could see it. I could see it 112223 that's a Wednesday maybe I don't know chat 111177 <laughs> that's right 420-2023 Todd B. Blazed off topic but I had to tell you 
My wife literally knows nothing about games. I showed her Gotham Knights. First words out of her mouth, it looks like a phone game. Boom! I already like her. I do. Can I have her phone number? (laughs) This just in, mid-tier variety gaming streamer canceled again. My wife's coming in the room. He didn't say that, Mama. He didn't say she doesn't know anything about games because she's a woman. She said that he said that she literally knows nothing about games. Probably because she's like an astrophysicist and she doesn't have time for piddly little video games. She, who knows? She could be a genius, babe. All you, all you need to know is that I'm I that I wasn't really asking for her phone number. <laughs> She said, ask her if she'll make you lunch today. (laughs) Will she, though? I mean, we could do, like, one of those food services, you know? Buy me a pizza or something. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Madam's timing is impeccable. She, yeah, she's she's good. She's a wizard. She's a wizard, and I'm I'm choosing wizard over witch because I don't want to die. You're a witch. Oh, I was just given permission to call her a witch. Yeah, there we go. This just did mid tier variety gaming streamer gets canceled a second time for calling his wife a witch, just after asking for a married woman's phone number. <laughs> Skill-up's visual comparison from the seven-year-old Arkham game to the new Batman game was a yikes. I, she said mid-tier streamer starves to death because his wife doesn't bring him lunch. Listen, I tried to tell people about that game. I think we're going to have to kick Gotham to either tomorrow or Monday. I know people are going to want me to weigh in on it because all the previews are coming in. And woof, woof. Yeah, and there are definitely some paid previews out there. Listen. I'm just going to say it. we got to stay on Starfield. But if you read any of the media outlets out there, if there's a gaming media outlet right now writing puff pieces about Gotham Knights, stop supporting them. They're lying to you. There, There is no reason anybody should be writing puff pieces about that game right now. That is a paid-for review. Don't, don't trust those people. Don't. That game is going to be hot garbage. And everyone's going to forget that all these media outlets praised it and puffed it up. No. No, stay away. Uh, reminder, reminder, reminder. Okay. So the game is bad. I w- Dude, I'm telling you. Yeah. Skills video was good. I've been saying Gotham Knights look bad. I tried to tell people for, for a long, long time. That's a freaking mobile game. Write it down. Don't confuse positive with puff. What do you mean? The puff is obvious. E- I'm not sure what you mean. All right, we got to get back to Starfield. We got to get back to Starfield. Okay, so I asked you guys when you think it's coming, right? We very quickly pulled chat, and most of you were picking middle to the end of next year. So a lot of you, I think, think that this is Starfield delayed again. I think a lot of you think that, okay? I am curious. This is my next question, right? No, that's not the game we're going to be covering in the second stream. No, Sven, no. And I don't want to say it out loud. My second show today... I think we may have found the next big looter. The next big looter shooter. I'm going to break it all down for you. I'm very excited about this title, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. Mystery Gap. Anyway, 
My follow-up question, since a lot of you think this game is getting delayed again, based on your predictions of release date, it's getting delayed again, okay? So the Starfield release date is late next year, according to a lot of you. All right. Would another delay help or hurt their public image? You know, committing to polish, or are people going to start to think that something is wrong? Right? Are people going to say, man, they're really committed to polish, by now, just take as much time as you want, or is this going to really start to tip the scales and hurt their public image? Are people going to be like, what the frick is going on with your dadgum game? What's happening over there? Everybody's saying hurt. Hurt. For you personally, does this affect your outlook on the game if it gets delayed again? Captain Steve, good to see you. Is it Polish, or is it trying to get to work on the Series S? <laughs> oh, I like you. Come on my podcast on Fridays. We can't do a show this week. Uh, there is no roundtable this week. I forgot. I got my days mixed up. I'm doing something with my son for his birthday, right? So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, come on my podcast. I already I, I already like you. <laughs> Friggin' Series S. Polish for the, for the Series S. God of War Ragnarok release date December 31st, quarter four. That's what I was saying. That was part of my open, Paul. That was part of my show open. I said, listen, December 29th is a very weird placeholder date. If you're if you're saying, it, 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 there it is, there's Screw. I could not remember your name yesterday, Screw. We were talking about somebody that started watching during my Modern Warfare 2 coverage who kept coming back. And I was like, his name starts with an S and it's a short name. And I was really mad at myself for not remembering your name. Good to see you, Screw. This dude's got me saying dad gum at work now. <laughs> <coughs> No one remembers a delay once the game releases and it's good. Hopefully Starfield is good, says Eastside Vandal. Hilly's about to burn uh, the office down. <laughs> Hilly says, Xbox said in June every game was coming within 12 months. That includes Diablo 4 and Starfield. If they don't release, if they don't, I see no reason to carry on supporting Xbox. Need for Speed details are coming out. Cool, cool, cool. We're not covering that, though. I, I can't can't go down that road. Yeah, Hilly's, Hilly's ready to be done with them. He is. Hilly's irritated. That that's my question. Like, if this gets bumped to the second half of next year, is that a straw breaking the camel's back for you? Like, are some of you kind of done at that point, or or are you still in? Like, is there a point where a game gets delayed so much that you're just like, bro, okay, I I I'm I'm done, I'm done, I, I'm canceling my pre-order. I, I'm I'm gonna watch streamers. I don't want the game anymore. I, this thing could be an absolute garbage fire. You know what I'm saying? Even even Mr. Matty plays himself will get to a point maybe where he's like, okay, enough's enough. You know, he's been taking Bethesda to task, and he he takes Xbox to task. He loves them. He loves those companies, but. I think even Mr. Matty Plays would say, okay, enough's enough. Like, what's that point for you guys? What's that breaking point? Kryle, with uh, a $5 tip, great to see the channel continuing to grow. Been following since Purple. I don't participate much in chat, but I do check in daily. Much love. Thank you for the $5 tip through Super Chat. I don't care how long it needs to be delayed, but I'm liable to forget about the game. Uh, Captain Steve says, We'll be getting Starfield on my PC, trading my Xbox in for a PSVR 2, and switching, uh, sticking with my PS5. Man, this guy, this guy's, I mean, we say never go full, but Captain Steve's going full. He's, he's committed. He's committed. This man's jumping in. 
He's like, I'm leaving. I'm leaving the Xbox behind. Jeepers. Yo, Graydon hitting a two-month milestone as a member. If you got a gifted membership last month and you can afford a membership, consider picking up your membership on your own this month. It frees up space for people to get gifted members. Gifted members seem to be working better, but they're slow. They're in relation to loyalty. I think members were going to literally like anybody who'd ever watched the stream for a millisecond. And now it's a little bit more based on loyalty. So the more often you're here and the more often you watch, you're more likely to get that gifted member when they get gifted. Super Gaming jumping back in with the membership as well. Thank you for renewing. And we see Captain Steve's Sony tattoo. <laughs> I'm new to your channel. Nice job. Thank you. If you've never been here before, the name of the show, the name of the channel is Reforge Gaming. I am safe for work. I'm not going to be swearing in the broadcast. I do that in members-only broadcasts, so if you do want to become a member, we do a members-only talk show at the end of every day. It is totally free to subscribe to my channel and be here every day, hanging out, listening to a talk show about video games. That's basically what we do. And smash that like button, hit that next. Oh my gosh, that cyberpunk short is pulling numbers. Um, Make sure you're smashing that like button. Let's set our sights on 400 likes. We only need about 60 more. I've slowly started losing interest in Xbox since the 360. They feel like uh, the race has just slowly been falling behind. Uh, I have a Series X ETC, and I've been unimpressed. It's my man Screw with a $10 tip. I came for the COD. I stayed for the rad t-shirts and the coffee. I enjoy your insight as a super casual gamer who's in search of more than just pew-pews and BRs. My man, I appreciate that, dude. I do. That's very kind, and thank you. I'm glad people are enjoying the coffee. One of my favorite things is when someone tries Reforge Roast and is like, bro, this is great. If you guys haven't tried our coffee yet, if you're a coffee drinker or you've never tried coffee, you're both in the right category to try Reforge Roast because it has balanced acidity. I got the bags sitting right next to me. We have a dark roast and a light roast, and we're going to be updating the bags for our holiday roast. We just put in the order. The bags are going to be super dope, but... Holiday Roast is a couple months away, so get your orders in now of the light and dark. Help us clear out that inventory, and we can update those to the new bags as well. A $10 tip from my man James Carr. Always here being super kind and generous to the stream. Thank you, sir. Wheezy says, Starfield's on the Microsoft Store and Steam. It won't be only in the Microsoft Store. Right, well, that's how this news coverage broke, Wheezy. The Steam database updated, and they moved the Starfield release date from November of this year to next year, December 29th. It's one of the weirdest placeholders I've ever seen, Wheeze. It's weird. I know I'm responding to someone. I was just making sure you were up to speed. <clears throat> you know, sometimes you get here late. You know, y'all run on different time. <laughs> I'm kidding. I know you're busy. <laughs> Might have had class or something. <coughs> I couldn't even finish the sentence. Yo, it's good, Johnny. Uh, a li- uh, Olive Oil. <laughs> Back in PS3 and 360 generation, we get three great games in multiple IPs, and now we're lucky if we get one each generation. I don't think so. What do you mean? We're getting tons of great games, and we're just in the gen. We're just in this generation. Eugene says, wow. We almost went a full week of with Lono behaving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought we were having dum-dums in the YouTube chat. Those Dead Space comments on the clock app are wow. 
Oh, you're calling that you're calling that platform the clock. I understand what you said yesterday now, Butters. Was the placeholder written in ink asking for Todd Howard? <laughs> no, the placeholder's written in chalk, bro. That placeholder date's written in chalk. My man Smashville Viking with a $5 tip through Super Chat. The Series S is basically for Game Pass Cloud Gaming. I will die on that hill. No way Starfield will run on it. Uh, the only person who can update the game in the Steam backend is the publisher. It wasn't a Steam employee. Thank you, Wheezy, for adding that to the discussion because that's probably what some folks are going to start thinking, right? You know? They're going to be like, listen, man, it was probably an intern at Steam or something. It's like, no, I don't think so. Okay, this is another theory I trotted out. Let me Let me give some hope. Let me give some hope to the Xbox guys, okay? Let me give you some hope. It is possible. It is possible. Game Awards is in November. And we're entering into the holiday marketing funnel. Okay? It's very possible that they know the release date. And they're getting ready to announce the release date and do some marketing push. I'm not saying that that's not going to happen. I think that's the least likely outcome of this. My theory is that they don't know the release date yet and they can't even guarantee a release date in the first half so they gave themselves the entire year that's my theory right that that is that is my theory it looks like this friday afternoon meeting is about lono says it's back on i'll bring the cookies <laughs> stop it zubair Just because Xbox is having a hard time getting it up doesn't mean gaming in general isn't chock full of good games this year in almost all recent years. Yeah, I think we're in a great era of gaming, not a bad era. Don't give us hope. Microsoft has been selling hope for decades. I would like a game now, please, says Hilly. Elden Ring took forever to be made. I'm just saying we're getting a lot less games due to dev time and games also getting bigger. I don't feel like we're getting less games. I feel like you're focusing on the wrong game. Here's something that I think um, Maddie plays actually talked about this in his recent video that I was gonna I might re- end up reacting to, and I agree with him. He says that the next era of gaming is gonna be more balanced between. I'm paraphrasing. He might not have said it exactly this way, but what he essentially said was, "You gotta keep your eye on indies. Indie titles are having a big, big resurgence and growth." And I take it from what he's saying in my own predictions. I think the industry will be more balanced going forward. I think there will be a bigger presence of successful indies alongside of big AAA games. That's what I think. Because I think AAA games are kind of flopping and kind of failing in some areas, and they're also having huge success. But indies are having big breakout moments. They are. That's what I think. Apparently, Steam doesn't let you change dates once you get within 10 days. That period was approaching. Steam still had 11-11 as the date, so they had to change, and they chose poorly. (laughs) Yeah, they clicked on December, and they just scrolled the mouse wheel, Eugene. They're like, yeah, just scroll to the bottom of December, and it was like, ding, 29. They're like, good enough. Click! They just scrolled the mouse wheel. They just scrolled the mouse wheel. Oh yeah, just scroll that sucker down there, baby. Twenty nine. That's good enough. That's fine. That's fine. We just we it's 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 coming out sometime next year. We we don't know we don't know exactly when, but uh, it, it'll it'll come. 
It'll be there. I have eight AAA games pre-ordered between now and Christmas. Yeah, there's a lot of games coming. You got Modern Warfare 2. You got Ragnarok. You got Callisto Protocol. I mean, I know the Dead Space remake doesn't look as good as we had hoped. I kind of took it to task, but I still think that's going to be a fun game. I don't know if it's going to be a $70 next-gen only game, but it's going to be fun. A 10-something... Uh, I literally just bought an Xbox to play Starfield. Oh, oof. Well, you gotta wait. That's a $3 tip. That is uh, Emirates... United Arab Emirates... Uh, United Arab Emirates Durham. Thank you very much for the $3 tip. Yeah, you got Need for Speed on December the 2nd. Yeah, I'm not a racing guy, but those racing games are usually pretty popular. Yes, yes, yes. You got Hogwarts Legacy on the horizon. That game's looking very promising. You got Forspoken. You, you've got... Uh, you do have Starfield and Redfall. I mean, you got Diablo 4. Oh, I mean, we're about to eat, bro. We're about to eat good. <clears throat> Gamers about to eat. AAA games feel very much like tried and tested formulas uh, that are being remixed and matched. Not making anything new or groundbreaking. Indies are trying at least. I have some indies coming y'all's way that <clears throat> I'm telling you, there's some good indies coming. The Last Hero of Nostalgia, and what was the other one that I said was good last night? Entropy Center. Oh my gosh. If you haven't checked out Entropy Center yet and you're a Portal fan, check out my First Look channel. It's going to be getting the Entropy Center and The Last Hero of Nostalgia. So good. Just excellent games, excellent games. I, I think I think Entropy Center is gonna is gonna is gonna absolutely blow people away. Gotham Knights is good indie coming. <laughs> uh, Ast- Asteragos is getting good previews. I didn't like that game. I thought the controls, camera, and combat were not good. I I I don't know. I have a first look. Watch it before you check that game out. I don't think it's bad, but I also don't think it's as good as we hoped. When does Entropy launch? I want to say I want to say November the 10th poor entropy center that's a, that's going to be a tough week to launch I think it's November last year of uh Nostalgia is this month Hades absolutely craps on 90% of the AAA games including some Sony Nintendo and Xbox first party exclusives uh, no no Hades is amazing but I, saying it craps on 90% of the AAA games <laughs> Settle down, bro. Settle down. Right? You're going to trip on your imaginary ding-dong. Like, it ain't that big, bro. Like, come on. 14 months from MJ Talks. Is it okay to start worrying about this game, or are we going to wait for the Schreier article? Listen, MJ. Listen. I, I, I think I'm turning the corner and walking down Worry Street. I really am. Right? I... I, I, I had concerns. I'm moving from concern to worry. It's like... Something's going on with this title, bro. It smells like Anthem all of a sudden. It smells like... Cyberpunk and Destiny 1 and Halo Infinite. That's what... I'm, I'm, I'm like... It's starting to smell that way. That doesn't mean... That doesn't mean that's how it's going to turn out. But it's kind of like... You know when you come upstairs and someone's making food and you think it's one thing but it ends up being something else and you're like you're like, "Oh no. Didn't we just have that?" And then you go into the kitchen and you're like, "Oh, it's something completely different." Like this is starting to smell like Halo Infinite, Cyberpunk, Anthem like 
Oh, golly. Please, no. What are y'all doing over there, man? What comes after worry? Uh, disinterest and apathy, probably. A $5 tip from James Carr. Breaking news. Starfield is coming June, November 33rd, 2031. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. WTF, really? What's the matter, Sofa? What's the matter, bro? Really about what? Now Starfield's like Anthem? No, I didn't say that. You're putting words in my mouth. I just gave an analogy that said it's starting to smell like that. And sometimes you smell something and you think, didn't we just have meatloaf? And then you go into the living room and you go through the living room, you get into the kitchen and it's like, oh no, it's something completely different. I'm saying that this smells like something I've smelled before. And it smells like trouble. It smells like trouble. You had a date in ink delayed. And now you... No, it's not just the delay. Okay? This game was supposed to be coming out next month. I'm not Doomsday... I'm not like being Doomsday Soothsayer here. This game was supposed to come out next month. And they went dead quiet. They went from saying, we'll be at Gamescom with new gameplay to we're going to be at Gamescom with a replay of the trailer we showed at the Bethesda Showcase to being we're not at Gamescom doing anything. Or they were there, but they didn't do anything. They didn't like show anything. Or they showed something to like a, a private audience that was a replay of the trailer. They just re- looped it. What the frick? What are y'all doing? And then, and then the language about the delay, it's weird. We, we heard early... 2023 we've heard first half of 2023 and now they move the steam release date to december 29th of next year huh if you're confident that this thing is landing in the first half of 2023 wouldn't you pick the last day of the second quarter as your placeholder date at the very least, you'd pick the last date of maybe the third quarter, and people would be like, well, maybe it gets bumped out of the summer. Eh, okay, not a huge deal. You pick December 29th? You're so uncertain about your release date that you give your... Your launch window is all of next year? Like, why aren't you concerned? Like, we're very close to acceptance at this point. That's what I'm saying. Like, I want this game to be amazing. It's right up my alley. You may be the first person I've seen describe that trailer as amazing. Yeah, I don't know many people that have described the trailer as amazing. That trailer got picked. Listen, you want to know what happened to that trailer? I'll tell you what happened to that trailer. That trailer got the Halo Infinite treatment. That's what happened. The Starfield gameplay reveal trailer hits. Starts to get picked apart by people like Digital Foundry, myself, and other YouTubers. I'm a nobody. I'm not saying they saw my coverage, but what I'm saying is, in general, the community grabbed a hold of that trailer, and they were like, I don't know, man. It drops below 30 FPS. I I don't know. There's graphical popping. Dude, I don't know. There's weird jittery textures and lighting and shadows in here. What is going on with this game? And then all of a sudden, they go quiet. And what they showed us happened right after a delay. I think, I think that they got the Halo Infinite treatment. I think Microsoft said, not again. You're going to walk out and show this, and people are going to react poorly to it. This is not a very impressive showcase, bro. This thing needs delayed. 
This thing needs to be delayed. You're somebody to me, Lono. Not somebody important, but somebody. Don't sell yourself short. What? <clears throat> I like the trailer for Starfield. Got a mini playlist on all my thoughts so far. Not blown away, but it looks as good as Elite. To a degree. But trailers show the best bits on the fence. Force Gaming made that point, Steve. I reacted I reacted on my reaction channel to Force Gaming's video, and he made that point. And I made that point before I even watched this video. I was like, this is supposed to be the best stuff. And the best stuff? Struggling? Oh, you said you were a nobody. Don't talk about yourself like that. In the grand scheme of YouTube, I'm nobody, bro. Nobody's Nobody's paying attention to me. Yet. Nobody's paying attention to me, right? Like, we're not some big 100k channel dropping big vids and shaking the the ethos or the conversation yet. So, I, I'm not trying to act like our contribution to that conversation was like tectonic and shifted things, but we were a part of a, of a, of a choir of voices saying, bro, I don't know, this trailer's got problems. This trailer's got problems. 20k channel punching like 100k I mean we hit above our weight class and eventually someone up in the box watching the fights is going to say what's going on with that guy right there that little scrappy boxer what's going on your channel smaller than mine right now give it 3 months and you'll pass me in numbers you're going places Uh, that's very kind that's very kind Steve and again and again if there's a way to get into contact, we uh, we would we would enjoy uh, having having you on. We do a weekly show. I got uh, Ginger Prime and my man Thirty and Still Gaming join me for a podcast. That's that's an actual that's an open invitation. You mean that guy with the coffee empire? All you have to do is crap on Dead Space and skyrocket to popularity. <laughs> oh, that's short. That's short, Eugene. The short today. Oh my gosh, let me check on it. The Cyberpunk one today. Oh, it's gonna it's gonna tell it's gonna overtake it, Eugene. Three ways to look at Cyberpunk. It's gonna overtake the fu- the, the Dead Space short. It's at eight k. It's gonna freaking run it down. <laughs> that Cyberpunk short is just screaming to catch up. Like it's gonna run down the Dead Space short and pass it. That I, I bet you that Cyberpunk short ends up being our mo- one of our most viewed videos. It's just it's just absolutely screaming. Delaying to ensure a smooth release and eliminating most bugs is definitely a good thing for consumers. Eastside Vandal, I think I can generally accept that axiom. I do not disagree with that axiom in principle. That delaying to ensure a smooth release and eliminated as many bugs as possible, that's a good thing for consumers. However, delays can be indicative of something else. Right? So let's say I'm late coming to your home and I tell you we had to take a different route. The, 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 this route that we were going to take wasn't safe and we took precautions and we arrived safely. Okay, so me being late could be indicative of something out of my control or me being cautious and safe. I could also be late because... I don't care about being on time. Now, people are going to make a bunch of jokes about me starting the show late every morning. Some of that's out of my control these days. But, but, the point is, it could be indicative of something else. A delay on this title, again, 
could be indicative of problems. It could be. Delays are generally a bad sign. What is happening that they can't make their deadline? Is the game buggy? Is development going wrong? It raises concern. Well, here's why I don't think delays are generally a bad sign, Abe. I think delays, more often than not, have been indicative of over-ambitious deadlines. That doesn't mean there's problems with the game. That doesn't mean there's problems and bugs and that, like, the development doesn't know what they're doing, right? That's not, that's, that's, that's not, I don't, that's not a thing. I think most delays, not all, but most have been indicative of, you guys shouldn't have trotted out a release date, right? Very happy to see you still on your stride. Thank you, Ashen. 70 plus games got delayed from all sizes and budgets. Starfield might be crappy, sure, but they're far from the outlier. Nuance and context matter. Well, here's the thing, Miguel. We are getting out from underneath the shadow of the sickie, right? Where everybody had to work from their houses and all of that, okay? I I won't talk about that. But that had an effect on the market. We're getting out from underneath that shadow. The more and more we get out from underneath that shadow... I, I think it's hard to be like, oh man, a bunch, of pe- a bunch of people delayed their games, there's no problem here. Uh, okay. By now, that shouldn't, be a, that shouldn't be a part of the dialogue. David says, part one, here's my take. The gaming community is one of the most vicious and unsatisfied communities I've seen. True. The people who complain about delays will be the same people complaining about the release. I find that to be common, yes. Part two, while delays could mean something bad, the best we can do is not pressure them to rush it out. That way... They can take their time and make something polished. You will never, ever find me saying, push it out, we're sick of waiting. I've never said that. I agree with that. I Today's dialogue is not me saying, just come on, man. Crap or get off the pot. Push the game out. What's going on? I'm like, this could be bad. I'm concerned. I'm leaving concerned. I'm leaving this, this road of being concerned, and I'm starting to turn down worried street I'm getting worried there it seems like there might be something else coming out there's something something else going on guys could we get 30 more likes on the video and hit 400 likes that would be amazing thanks for all the support this morning our second talk show is going to be a doozy too yo it's good morning uh nook how are you I feel delays have nothing to do with game content and vision my gut is it's an optimization issue they would have had put a date out if the game wasn't playable. Oh, they wouldn't have put a date out if the game wasn't playable, start to finish. I actually appreciate that input, Infinite. I appreciate the input. Just retweet your link out. Hope it helps. Let me. Let me. Uh, let's link up. I want. Let's link up. That way we can do more. Be more official. You probably did the gaming, my man. We throw you a follow. And then let me see. There we go. Um do do do. If I go here, if I click on no, I'm the only quote tweet. If I click on this, I'm gonna follow you from both my I have two I have two uh, Twitter accounts. There we go. Um thank you, I appreciate that, Captain Steve. The I appreciate what Infinite just said, and boy, oh boy, does that add credence to my theory about the Series S. 
the track with me here. I, th- I don't want to turn this into like a bashing session on the Xbox Series S because some of you guys interpret my commentary that way and it turns the it turns the back and forth really sour. We did that yesterday. I don't, I don't want to do that. Okay, so track with me here. I think what Infinite just said is, is extremely important. They had a release date because they had a version of this game that was playable and ready. And something happened before the summer, right? And I don't know if it's if it's if it's just oh we need a little bit more time. You have Todd Howard saying the date is in ink. Why? Why would he be saying that? Well, there's a playable, visible version of the game, and if that's the case, then they trot out a release date. One of the things we kept saying about God of War Ragnarok was that oh man th- th- there must be a playable version of the game it's got a rating it's got a release date right so it stands to reason that Starfield got to that point which means what possible thing could have torpedoed their plans what possible thing could have disrupted everything and the most plausible explanation I can think of is they're having trouble optimizing it for the Series S. You compared it to Anthem? Come on, man. No, I didn't. I already responded to you saying that, so now I feel like you're being you're being an irritant in my chat. I did not compare it to Anthem. You said that 20 minutes ago, and I pushed back, and I told you. I didn't say that it looks like Anthem. I didn't compare it to Anthem. I said, these problems, these delays, these indications, it's starting to smell like... Cyberpunk and Destiny 1 and Anthem all these games that got pushed back and got delayed and then came out and had massive problems that's what I said I said it smells like that I did not say that it was oh oh, it's another Anthem I didn't compare it to Anthem Series S has been out for two years and the dev kit before that do we think that's the reason still holding it back after all this time yes I think so I'm standing by that theory distorted because you have to think about this. My theory goes deeper than just the Series S is bad. My theory about Starfield goes much deeper than that. There were rumors that Starfield was going to be a PS5 exclusive. That means they might not have even had a version and a timeline ready for the Xbox architecture. So what do you think they would have done? What 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 do the interviews from 2020 indicate distorted? They indicate that first party developers they build their games for the Series X first. So what do you think Bethesda did with Starfield? I really enjoy throwing your streams on while I work. Happy you randomly popped up on my recos one day. Well, thanks for being here, David. I really appreciate that. If you guys ever don't see me on your YouTube homepage, Just check your subscriber feed. I do two shows a day, Monday through Friday. We do a third show. We do a third show for members only. So if you want access to the members only talk show at the end of every day, consider becoming a member. It does support the channel directly. I know YouTube's not big on that. A lot of you just kind of watch videos, get ads, and you think that's just, that's all you need to do. Live streams are a different animal, okay? We live and die on having a paid member base because 
I can't sit here for two hours and constantly run advertisements. It's, it's not like a little 10 minute video that can spin up and get 50,000 views and hit a bunch of ads. Like it's a very, very different system. So we appreciate our members and people who gift members. If you can't afford a membership, be here as often as you can. We have a very generous community. You're more likely to get a gifted if you're here often. You may not like the Series S, but a lot of people do. Affordability. I've never said I don't like the Series S. I just said this is not a Series S bashing session. I don't like going down that road because people interpret my commentary about the Series S and they take it freaking personal. I'm not talking about your girlfriend's haircut. I'm talking about a piece of technology that is weaker than the systems out right now. Series X and the PlayStation 5 have parity of performance and graphical strength. And the Series S is weaker than them. That's going to cause issues. It it is going to cause issues. And if Bethesda gets acquired by Microsoft and their first order of business, according to Microsoft spokespersons, their first order of business is get this game running and optimized on the Series X. Okay? And... If they were planning, if the rumors are true, if the rumors are true that Starfield was going to be a PS5 time exclusive, they might not have even built much or optimized much of the version that they were going to push to the Series X later on, which means they had to start there, which means in order of priority, Series S optimization would come last. So that very that, that to me is the most likely reason. Series S was announced on September 2020. Bethesda acquisition was announced uh, the same month and finalized in 2021. If Starfield was going to be a PS5 exclusive, the Series S was never in the equation. That's let's like yes, that's quite literally what I'm saying. Like whatever build they had had to be set up, optimized, and 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 basically ported to the Series X. I'm pretty sure the Series S bullied Lono in the in middle school. <laughs> Let's not even talk about the Series S. Let's just talk about the fact that if the rumors are true and Starfield was going to be a PS5 exclusive, a timed exclusive, then they didn't have a build in a in a they didn't have a timeline for a Series X build that lines up with November of this year. I have a PS5, but they didn't release any good exclusives yet, and God of War seems uh, like a lot of disappointment. Tell me you don't have a PS5 without telling me you don't have a PS5. So you bought a PS5, and you didn't play Ratchet & Clank. You didn't play Returnal. You didn't play Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut. You didn't play Death Stranding Director's Cut. You didn't play Demon Souls Remake. You didn't play Horizon Forbidden West. You don't have a PS5. No freaking way. If you bought a PS5 and you've not touched any of those games, then you have to be one of the dumbest consumers I've ever met. Why'd you even buy it? Did you buy it? Did you buy it because you thought it was good looking? Like, I don't understand. So you bought a PS5 and you literally didn't buy any of the games that came out for it? You didn't buy any of the top shelf games that have come out? What are you doing? Why'd you buy it? What did you buy it for? He bought it to say he bought it and has not touched it. Yeah, you bought it and God of War Ragnarok looks like disappointment? Why on earth did you buy a PS5 then? 
you haven't bought any of the you have not bought any of the titles for it and now you're also like oh god of war ragnarok looks like disappointment uh-huh Uh, yeah, he thought it was a wireless router, apparently, because you're literally ignoring award-winning games. All the games I rattled off are like award-winning games, and you're like, yeah, nothing good's come out. Don't call people dumb and then ban them when they get mad at you. Just my two cents. Your two cents is not worth a penny. So I'm, I'm actually done with you. I don't like you. I'm very selective in who I let hang out here and talk to me, and you have overstayed your welcome this morning. How quickly would Starfield be done if it was offline only? I bought it to make Destiny 2 run faster? I mean, I had, I sold it, I sold it. Oh, you sold your PS5. I had it. Because God of War don't look good and GTA 6 and Spider-Man are too late to wait. Yeah, I think you're lying. I don't think you bought it and sold it. I don't know what made you buy it, but I don't think that that's a true story. I'm sorry. What what property motivated you to buy a PS5? What What game? What game? Because some of the literal central pieces to buy a PS5... You, you apparently didn't play. Why did you buy it? It doesn't make any sense. So I'm to believe they didn't have a PS5 deal, but they was building it only for the PS5 and the deal was in place. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing, Mike. A PS5, like, timed exclusive, that contract was probably subject to change because it hadn't been announced yet or they might have been entertaining the idea or a timed exclusive there might have been something in the contract that let them out of it because they're they were they were suddenly acquired by Microsoft now Microsoft said when they acquired Bethesda they were going to honor all existing contracts so it's very possible that the Starfield timed PS5 exclusive wasn't in ink yet it, it, they were maybe they were considering I don't know Maybe they were maybe they were shopping the idea to Sony like, hey, we're building this game. We think your architecture is really strong. We think it's gonna we, we think it's gonna run really really well over there. We we think we should do a time exclusive with you. They clearly were not in a contract because according to Microsoft, when they bought Bethesda, all contracts, all existing contracts were going to be honored. Like Deathloop is a good example, right? That game was a time exclusive on PS5 even after the you know the company was owned by Microsoft. I've got a PS5, and the only things you can complain on that thing is how big it is and how it looks. For me personally, UI, UX. Oh, I hate the software on my PS5. I hate it. If I could press a button and have the same interface as my Xbox on my PS5, I would do it. Microsoft's interface and software layout and just navigating games and like checking to see if they're co-op and backing out, it's so streamlined. PlayStation's interface and the steps you have to take, it's freaking awful. I I love my PS5, but I hate doing anything on it. Uh, it. Like, I love playing games on it, but I can't stand navigating anything on it. Going to the store, finding my own games, installing things, it's like, what the hot? None of it makes any sense. None of it's intuitive. I don't like it at all. 
I think it's it's one of the worst UIs out there. Yeah, it's it and the PS5 shape is ugly. I think the P, I think the Xbox Series X is one of the best looking consoles ever made. I love it. It's super classy looking. You just put it get get yourself like a nice entertainment system and put it in like a shelf, like a vertical shelf or put it next to your TV. It looks really really nice. That matte finish, the you know, the nice holes on top, the exhaust fan. I I love the way the Series X looks. It just doesn't have any doesn't have any games. All of you use the PS5 uh, was for the Sony exclusives, and I feel like it was worth it. Otherwise, I'm on Xbox playing indies on PC. It's not ugly. It has feelings too, you know. I didn't bought it. I'm poor. I have average PC for Fortnite and Valorant. So you didn't buy the PS5? What, like somebody gave it to you? Yeah, this story continues to feel like something that's been completely made up. I love that. I love that. That's good, Fuzzy. Those new colored shells for PS5 are sexy. Man. I don't think it's ugly. It's just too big. I think if you put it in your living room near your TV, entertainment system, or other pieces of electronics, I think it's one of the ugliest consoles I've ever seen. The PS5 is friggin' hideous. Seriously. Put it next to your TV. Put it put it underneath your TV if it's mounted. Put it on your entertainment system. It's ugly. It doesn't look like a, like a classy piece of equipment. It looks like a freaking wi- wireless router. It's hideous. <clears throat> it's much better horizontal. It does look a little bit better horizontal. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But I, I think it's one of the ugliest pieces of... I think it's the ugliest console I've ever bought. <laughs> it's a good thing that's not why we buy consoles, right? Like, I don't really care what it looks like. I'm just being honest. I think the thing is hideous. <laughs> if I had like a really, really, you know, modern living room with a mounted TV and, you know, really, really nice furniture, I would hate that thing. I'd, I'd hide it. But I I have a nice finished basement and I have a very utilitarian setup because I don't care about that kind of stuff. Yo, John Baptiste with a $5 tip through Super Chat. A lot of people forgot that Dying Light 2 was built around the PS5 and the Series X because the Series S version didn't have 60 FPS at launch. Yeah, and that's just the beginning, I think. That's just the beginning. So if you're just tuning in, guys, we've been kind of getting off on rabbit trails. The central trail and the central thing we're talking about is the Starfield release date news. Quick summary is that they updated the Starfield placeholder date in Steam, and it switched from November, because next month was when the game was originally supposed to release, so that's not news, right? That 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 not happening, that's not news. It got switched to December the 29th. December the 29th of next year, which seems to be at odds with, it seems to be at odds with, the we're going to launch it early 2023 or first half of 2023 that it doesn't seem to be lining up with that promise so that's why the title of the thumbnail is delayed again question mark did this thing just get delayed again is this thing getting bumped to the second half of 2023 or the fourth quarter of 2023 that's the ultimate question 
If you guys have been enjoying the show, thank you for smashing the like button. We just hit 400 likes. Help us push to the next like milestone. Make sure and hit subscribe so you can talk in my chat. That's the only requirement if you want to say anything in the dialogue or contribute to the conversation. Make sure and hit subscribe. We are nearing a 20,000 subscriber milestone. I have fans in my entertainment center. That's not a concern. Yeah, I don't think fans are an issue. You can't put an entertainment center or cabinet because you're supposed to have efficient airflow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. You don't want to put it in like a really, really close quarters area, right? What are your thoughts on Horizon Zero Dawn versus Forbidden West? I like the first game a lot. Didn't buy part two because it looked mediocre. I like, I, I don't under, I, I, I don't, I don't, I feel like, I don't know. I don't, I don't, let me see when you made your account. You don't, I don't feel like you're in good faith. That if you liked Zero Dawn, okay, you made your account two years ago, okay, so you didn't make your account like yesterday. I just don't know. I, I don't know how anybody could play Zero Dawn and look at the trailers for Forbidden West and think it looks mediocre. I I just I feel like you're a troll. I do. I don't feel like you're here to have genuine conversation. I don't. I've been doing this a long time, and I can tell when someone's being genuine and has an honest viewpoint. I actually. I actually have more respect for somebody coming in and passionately arguing a really dumb viewpoint, I do, than someone who I feel like is just messing around and and being a con man. Uh, Placeholding date uh, as his last working day of 2023. That being said, I believe it'll be the third or fourth quarter. Well, here's the thing, Charlie. Whenever I see placeholder dates for December it's always December 31st I've never seen a December 29th placeholder date I haven't now maybe Bethesda operates differently maybe Bethesda operates differently but I don't know you like the first avoided the second game how does it make sense yeah Elden Ring made me put down Horizon I haven't returned back to it I actually wish that I would have spent more time in Horizon. I loved it. I didn't like the combat. I felt like the combat didn't evolve enough. I felt like they made bad decisions with the combat. But I loved the world and the story and exploring. If there's any indication of gameplay that art style's cool. Yeah, I can't cover or talk about that, Sven. It's not in my not in my wheelhouse. I saw a gameplay walkthrough, didn't like the story and campaign. Okay, if, if you want me to believe that you're in here arguing in good faith, because you might be, you might be, explain to me what you didn't like about the story and campaign in Horizon Forbidden West. This is a test. This is a test of the emergency broadcast system. Like, this is a test. Yo, what's good, Ghost in the Garage Gaming? Uh, da, da, da. Ooh. Let's pull out another discussion question about Starfield. Someone else play the game. I mean, some people do that. Some people do that, Bazcon. He might have been like, I don't want to buy it yet. I want to watch. I don't want to buy it on PS5. You know, it's a $70 game. Um, I'm curious what you guys think about Starfield going quiet. What's good, Stefan? what what why is starfield going quiet right that's that's a question that i have for you 
why do they suddenly go quiet? Don't you feel like right now they should be talking, promoting, pushing stuff out? Now, I know people said this whenever Starfield was quiet leading up to Summer Game Fest. They were like, this is normal, Lono. This is what Bethesda does. They're not going to say much, show much, do much. Okay. Do you think that's what's going on or do you think it's something else? You think it's too early for the marketing push, says Sven. They're working on the game, says Bazicon. I think they should tell us more about Redfall, says Creature. <laughs> Same reason 343 did when everyone started looking at the footage. We want them quiet if they just delayed, says Robert. My my theory and concern around them going quiet is right now they should have plenty to show us because the game was supposed to be launching in November. Was that November launch date like a total joke? Was that November launch date a total joke? Was it was it even was it ever even going to be close to that? You see what I'm saying? If if you if you're planning on releasing a game in November and it's October, you don't you don't have anything to show? How do you not how do you not have anything to show right now? Or did they push the entire marketing contract down the road along with a delay? Corona, let me see. I asked, what did you not like about the story? And saw gameplay. Okay, so I'm scrolling down, and you're yeah. I know what your I know what your your avatar looks like. And yeah, no, you're a liar. You're done here. You're just in here trying to rile up the stream and, and, and sidetrack. I know what folks are doing. I know. I can smell it. Whenever we're having a good day, I have these random people come in, and they do that. I know what they're doing. They're, it's, it's folks coming in on alts trying to disrupt the conversation. Like, I know what you're doing. We're talking about Starfield. We're talking about Starfield release date, and you're coming in invoking weird PlayStation dialogue that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. So I'm just going to start banning people to do that because I know what the frick you're doing. I've been doing this way, way, way longer than you've been trolling. I got a spicy one. Uh, why is Assassin's Creed Mirage open up pre-orders uh, for weeks now without any... What happened there? Without any gameplay? Isn't that scummy? Um, that's, that's like way out in left field. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I'm going to answer the question. That's not uncommon, is it? Plenty of games have done that recently. Like, I don't think Assassin's Creed Mirage is out of step with what other people are doing. A lot of people do, like, announcement trailers with, like, glimpses of gameplay, and then they open up pre-orders. I I don't know. They've done that with plenty of games. I don't think Mirage is doing something that's out of step with the industry. Yeah, did that hit today? We were going to maybe... We were maybe going to look at that. What would be your dream game? My dream game is probably Ghost of Tsushima 2 as an ongoing live service game. Like a like almost like a an MMO live service 
game where I'm not, I'm I'm playing as a samurai and like I'm training under Jin and I'm becoming a ghost and they open up new regions and areas to go and you know either that either that or our second show today is related to this our second show today is related to this I believe that somebody right now is building the next great looter the next great looter shooter because I think too many games have tried and fundamentally failed and I don't think Destiny has risen past a good state. Like, Destiny was bad, then it was better, then it was bad, then it was better, and now I think it's in, like, a good, predictable rhythm, but I don't think they've achieved... I don't think they will ever achieve excellence. I think they'll always be just... It's it's very good right now. It's in a good state. People are praising it. People are enjoying it, right? But I think the engine... I think the way they treat the game, I think it's always going to be sort of penned in. I think somebody right now is building the next great looter shooter. That's what I think. So I think they're in a holding pattern. I think it's fine. I think they're maintaining their audience. They're maintaining a content rhythm. Somebody somewhere has been paying attention to Destiny, Division, Anthem, you know, all these games, and somebody's going to deliver the next great looter shooter. Somebody's got to be doing it. We may be taking a look at the next great looter this afternoon. My dream game would be No Man's Sky Universe, but you're a bounty hunter or a hunter like in Predator, hunting large fauna, aliens, or space. So you want like Monster Hunter meets No Man's Sky? I think people would dig that. Yeah, yeah, Outriders didn't do it. Like so many games have tried and failed. Somebody has got to be taking notes and figuring out how to do an ongoing live service live service looter shooter and they need to nail it. And our second show today is going to be about what I think that game is. The game that I'm going to predict is the next big looter. I think it might be on the horizon. It might be. And the interviews and the things this company has said, I, I think we might I think we might have it. I agree with Lono. We need a new looter shooter that rocks. First person action and most shooters. Do you think third person looter shooter can compete with D2 or do you think it has to be FPS? I don't think it has to be FPS for a couple of reasons. I think third person's more popular now than it used to be. I'm not saying it's more popular than first person. I'm saying I think it's more popular than it used to be. And I also think people are starting to like it because they want to see their character and all that awesome armor. If you want a game that's centered around guns then yeah, you kind of need to be first person because you need to see the guns and the art and the animation and the ADS and, and the the reload the reload animations. Like all those things are really, really important if it's about guns. But I think an ongoing live service looter has more elasticity and more potential longevity if you can see your character. I do. I think third person is becoming more popular. I think people like it. I think action adventure games are changing people's minds. I think it then appeals to MMO fans. If you can appeal to the global MMO community by doing a third person shooter and you pull it off right and there's abilities and maybe even some melee, that's a much bigger audience, right? The first person shooter community is massive because of Call of Duty, but as soon as you leave the Call of Duty community, the the global MMO community is is absolutely enormous. So, I think that's I think that's on the I think that's on the horizon. I think there's somebody's somebody's going to nail it. 
Scorn? We'll play Scorn next week, but why are you asking about it? <clears throat> they pushed that release date up earlier, uh, 14th, I believe. What about Warframe? Third person and a looter? Yeah, it's been it's been acceptable and successful as a free-to-play game, but I believe they struggle with combat. I don't think their combat is is good enough. It what what happens with Warframe is it falls apart on two fronts. It's too dense and not explained. It's not user friendly at all, and the content loop is it's got a frivolity to it. It's kind of throwaway. It's kind of it's kind of it's too fast. There you I think so this is going to sound super weird. If you've ever listened to metal music, I think some of the best metal music is the music that breathes and creates these cool participatory moments, breakdowns, moments that don't feel like you're just in a hurricane for five minutes, right? And I think Warframe doesn't allow the gameplay to breathe. Anytime I've played it or watched it, it's just so fast, it's so quick, it's so go, 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 go. It doesn't have those moments to breathe. You need impactful moments in your game. This is something Destiny is excellent at. This is something that Anthem tried to be excellent at. I think they got there a little bit. The first time I ever saw a warlock throw a Nova bomb, I got really excited. Why? It was this big moment. It wasn't just pew, 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 grenade. Pew, 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 grenade. It was, holy moly, I must do that. I must this is moment that took place. It's a mo- it's it's a participatory like punctiliar moment that just happens in the game, and that's where Warframe fails. It's just like it's the same. It's just like a meat grinder of fast moving corridor based combat. Now I know they opened up the game and they've done good things, but I still think whenever I watch that game's combat, it just has this constant sort of forward momentum meat grinder feel to it. I think if you can create those dynamic moments, those moments where the game breathes, those moments where you can do something that is that feels monumental, then I think you will have something that has a much more appealing and addicting content loop. Think about what made Lost Ark so enjoyable. It was all those abilities. I absolutely loved it. Boom! And stuff comes down from the sky. And then... Like I'm doing all these moments, moments, moments. Like there's these, there's these like tent poles in the fight that feel cool every single time. Instead of just dumping bullet after bullet after bullet after bullet. This is why Division, I think, always fundamentally failed to capture people into its content loop because it needed to be 50% tech and big huge moments and 50% cover based shooter, and it was like 80-20. It was like 80% cover-based shooter, 20%, you know, 20% tech, big tech moments. Uh, I haven't even scheduled it. I We're not in a position to, to, to pivot just yet. I can't schedule for six minutes. We will see how their new game, uh, Soul Frame, does. I mean, let's relate this to Starfield. If you've looked at Starfield gameplay, one of the first things many of us said about the reveal of Starfield gameplay was, ah, 
it just kind of looks like Fallout, right? It looks fine, but it doesn't look very good. It doesn't look excellent. 425 likes and 490 watchers, BB. Yeah, we only need 75 more likes for 500 likes. Let's go. That's a good number. So, a lot of people, when they looked at at, at, at Starfield, they said that. like, It just kind of feels like Fallout in space. Now, that's not a bad thing, because Fallout's got a great skeletal structure of value and quality and and lots to do right but you know you want the gunplay to feel really really good and it just kind of didn't look that good now I'll be honest there's other parts where they show very quick snapshots of gunplay in Starfield that I think does look really really good it does look like oh hey I like the look of that I was expecting something groundbreaking in Starfield. I haven't seen it. Did a review of the demo uh, for Outriders. People hate me for my review. I remember the demo for Outriders being great, and then the game came out, and I was like, what the frick happened? I had performance problems. I just switched to the Xbox. Couldn't get the thing to run well on my PC, and the, the demo ran fine on my PC. It's a large Bethesda game. They don't usually do groundbreaking stuff. They just make good games that people still love 10 years later. Yeah, but that's not how they've kind of framed and talked about Starfield. It's supposed to be a pretty, pretty monumental game. I don't, I don't know if I would, I would look at Skyrim and say it wasn't groundbreaking. Skyrim, sorry, I always say Skyrim. Skyrim, Skyrim was, I, I, I think, it's a generation-defining game. One Piece Odyssey has a new trailer. That, that game looks actually really, really good. That One Piece Odyssey game. We covered that during the Bandai Showcase during Tokyo Game Show, and I'm telling you what, that thing kind of surprised me. They, they pushed out a new thing today. They painted the picture... They painted the picture that Starfield was going to be a generation-defining title like Skyrim. Right. And it just hasn't... It just doesn't look that way. It does not look that, that that's going to happen. Scrim. But if you say that Starfield just looked like Fallout in space, then you could say that Fallout just like Skyrim with guns. Guns, it's Bethesda. You know what you're getting. Neil, I, I, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna push back on that, what you're saying though. I'm gonna push back. I don't I don't think that's an adequate defense. I just had somebody defend the Dead Space remake and they defended it by saying the engine was bad. <laughs> I was like, what? Here's a $70 next-gen only remake. And it looks like a really good PS4 game. It doesn't look bad, but it certainly doesn't look like a $70 next-gen only remake. Looks like a really good PS4 game, which is great for fans of Dead Space. That's a good uptick. But the guy was like, he literally defended the game by being like, well, they use this engine and it's a bad engine. This isn't Unreal 5. What the frick? What did you just say to me? So you can't use the same line of thinking and defend Starfield gameplay and be like, well, you know what you're getting when you buy a Bethesda game. They don't come out and say that when they market it. Hey guys, Thousand Planets, amazing choice, limitless possibilities and potential. All of a sudden you feel like you're at like an Apple press conference or a cult meeting. You can be who you want to be in our game. It's they they they're, they're not they're not saying well you know you're buying a Bethesda game so a lot of this stuff probably won't work very well. 
when it comes <laughs> a lot of it won't be very good it's gonna be buggy at launch guys you know I mean come on we're Bethesda after all <laughs> disclaimer the mods will fix the game for us if people were playing Fallout 76 at release and enjoying then Bethesda can crap out a bug infested game and they'll love it and throw money at the microtransactions well I would say that the community did not treat Fallout 76 very friendly. They didn't treat it very nice. They got taken a task for Fallout 76. I don't I don't think there was like this monsoon of player-based support for Fallout 76. I don't. I do not. I I they 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 barely survived that. They did. They barely they barely survived that. You know, they they got they got shredded, and then they trotted out microtransactions, and people got really really ticked. Like they're, I don't know, man. They didn't they didn't jump they jumped through a ring of fire with that game. Like that that is their cyberpunk, by the way. Fallout seventy six is is their cyberpunk. It is. They've, 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 you know, I know they've done good work for that game, by the way. People that are enjoying that game will tell you. They'll be like, hey, they've, they've really turned that game around, you know, and good. You know, it's, it's kind of like Chris Rock. I take care of my kids. Like, you're supposed to, you know, it's like, well, yeah, they fixed all the problems and made the game better. Oh, oh good. They, that, they owed that to the players, right? That was, that was owed to anybody who supported that thing from, from moment one, you know? So I yeah I I I don't think I don't think anybody's gonna look at seventy six and be like oh yeah people were loving it from the very very beginning. It's been fifteen plus years. It was one thing when they were the only ones making these massive games and the tech was limited. That excuse doesn't fly anymore. Yeah, I tend to agree with Eugene. It's like I don't know if we can keep saying oh it's Bethesda oh yeah it, you know it's Bethesda let. Let, let, it's just, that's what you're going to get. It's like, wait a minute. That's not, that's not a valid excuse. You know, we, I don't think we can keep saying that. I don't think we can keep saying that. Also says ghost in the garage gaming. I believe there's some level of open world RPG fatigue that plays a role in some of Starfield's disappointment coupled with delays and lackluster showing. I mean, do you guys think Ghost in the Garage Gaming is right? Do you think people are just getting kind of sick of big, massive, open-world RPG games? Like, are they running their course? Is it kind of like what happened with Call of Duty? You know? Call of Duty went through that. It's like people were just sick of, here comes another Call of Duty. Here comes another Modern Warfare shooter. Here comes another World War shooter. Like, some people might look at Starfield and say, yeah, I've just, I've had enough. You know, the Starfield release date isn't even the least of their concerns. They're just burnt out on big giant games that take forever to do anything in. We just want a good one again, says Jake. I love big open world. I can kind of see that being the case. It feels like more of the game. AC's killed open world RPG for many. 40, uh, 40 hours of fetching garbage. I need the open world to be more than just an open world. 
Yeah, we talked about that in my Sonic Frontiers coverage. It feels like sometimes the open world is merely a set piece so they can brag about it being in an open world. And if there's no exploratory purpose, if there's no impetus behind the open world, then it's like, cool? You know what I mean? It would be like telling your kids, hey, we're, uh, we're going to go and play, uh, we're going to go and play chess. You know, we're going to go and play some board games. And we're going to do it in the local football stadium. Okay, cool. Can we, What else is going to be happening while we're there? Oh, nothing. We're just going to go into the center of the field and play some board games. Can we, can we meet the team? No. Can we go to the end zone? Well, yeah, but nothing's happening. Nothing happening in the stands. There's lights won't even be on we'll have to bring our own lights like sometimes that's what it feels like it's like why are we even in this big open world like what's the point can you just make that into a food analogy (laughs) it's an open world but full of nothing is it truly an open world all these criticisms can be leveled at GTA 5 the most successful game ever so can those no that sentence is nonsensical if all these criticisms could be leveled at GTA 5 then why is it the most successful game ever I think what you're saying is that 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 sentence doesn't even make any sense they must have successfully pulled off an open world with purpose and exploratory reasoning and a th- like a reason to be in the world and going around and doing stuff that sentence doesn't make any sense I think we are greatly underestimating Bethesda because they haven't released a true single-player game in a while. People have forgotten who they are. I guess they got to prove it. I believe in them, though. Right. I I think they can pull it. I think they can pull off a great game as well. I spent a good amount of time defending this game, by the way. I spent a good amount of time defending Starfield. When the Starfield gameplay first hit. I was one of the people being told I was being an apologist and a fanboy because I said, you know, I was defending the character design. I was defending the way they looked. Now, obviously, that's not all I did. I got critical. You know, I I started to pick things apart and say, some of this is concerning. The frame drops are concerning. The graphical pop-ins concerning, right? The delay. Then we started looking at complaints coming out about the Series S, and I thought, there might be a real reason behind the delay. There might be something bigger going on here. And that and that and that literally could be the the, the reason. Oh, I have to take this. It's probably just them just telling me my computer's done. Terrible timing. Hang on one sec. I'm back. I'm back. That was quick. My PC's done. I'll pick it up later today. I played them all. My point is, scale plus complex systems, no other devs even push as far. What's the new delay? So the latest Starfield release date news, that's our our headline. That's the title of my stream. That news is looking like it's a potential delay. So what they did was, uh, Eugene did a little bit of research for me this morning. Apparently you 
cannot change the release date within 10 days of the release date on Steam. Can't do it. Or maybe if you do it, it's, you know, maybe there might be consequences. I don't know. But they just moved the release date from November, because obviously November 11th is not happening anymore, and they moved it to December 29th of next year, which kind of feels like another delay, because they told everybody everything shown during the Microsoft Bethesda showcase was coming out in the next 12 months, and that showcase happened in June. Then there's even a Game Pass advertisement that shows that Starfield's expected release is early 2023. So this is official Microsoft marketing language, early 2023. So December the 29th is just weird. Now, if it was December the 31st, I'd say, okay, that's a common placeholder date when someone says, oh yeah, we're launching next year and they don't release the date. They just pick December 31st. That's really common. December 29th is a weird date. It's like the last Friday, it's the last working day of the year so there's a couple possibilities possibility number one they don't even have a timeline right now they don't even have a guess or an estimation of what the new Starfield release date will be they don't even know so they're giving themselves the entire year Okay. another possibility they know that it's going to take a lot longer than they originally thought and it's going to be in the fourth quarter of next year So they picked the end of the fourth quarter as a placeholder. They did the same thing with God of War Ragnarok. They bumped God of War Ragnarok's placeholder date from September 31st to December 31st. And it was like, oh, hey, that game's now coming fourth quarter. And here we sit. God of War Ragnarok is launching in November. So that's the other possibility. The last possibility is they are still dead set on it landing early 2023 or the first half of 2023. And the Starfield release date placeholder is literally just that like they just grabbed a date and said yeah it's coming next year we 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 know we know when it's coming i lean more heavily toward they they can't guarantee a first half of the year release so they gave themselves the entire year as a window because if you were targeting you know april march you know june or something i think you i don't know if you would pick december <clears throat> The late release date's a good escape route placeholder for less backlash when you push it to 2024. Yet some people are going that far down the road. They're like, oh, this thing's getting shoved into 2024. They're having real problems. Doom says, I feel you, Eugene. You could remove the junk, and I don't always like it either, but the games would be more on rails and not feel like Bethesda. Eugene says, at this point, the jank's not accept- is unacceptable for me. The trade-offs aren't worth it. Yeah, the trade-offs used to be worth it. Yeah, essentially, Eugene's position is this. When you were playing Skyrim or Fallout 4, and there was virtually nothing else in the market at that size of scope and scale, you put up with the bugs and the problems because nothing else was coming out that was that crazy, right? It's... It would be like getting on a roller coaster that's so big, there's nowhere else you can go, and this roller coaster's massive, and the line's long, and it's kind of shaky and kind of rickety, but it's so big that it's worth it. Well, once they started getting better at building coasters, and they build big coasters that are smooth, and 
there's so many big coasters that the the crowd disperses more so the lines aren't as long like there's five really good coasters instead of just one well are you gonna ride on the one that's rickety and shaky and kind of unenjoyable no why i can go ride that one over there just as big just as fast and it's a smoother experience like once the once the theme park populates itself with you know five to ten really big awesome coasters that one that used to be the king is no longer the king because it's old it's wood it's shaky it's unenjoyable to ride oh it's big and it's got things that you know are crazy yeah so do all the other coasters now bro so do all the other coasters so all these other games are coming out that are massive in scope and size Breath of the Wild, Elden Ring, Horizon Forbidden West, Ghost of Tsushima, Spider-Man, all these big, huge open worlds, Assassin's Creed Origins, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Being a big, huge open world, it's it's not a it's not a get-out-of-jail-free card anymore. Look, well, it's big and open, so who cares about the bugs? Yo, Eknor gifted five members, and they're all gone. You love to see it. Those are loyal names that I recognize. Sage, Dr. Red, Chris Tez, Nook, my man Nook, and my man Veter. There we go. Gone. Like that. You guys want to go on a little gifted member tear? Now's a good time to do it. We're on the back half of show number one. Show number two is on the way. Show number one's on the way. I'm sorry. Show number two's on the way. So we're on the back half of show number one. You guys want to get a little gifted member train? Get it going. Looks like Eknor, did you change your... It looks like you changed your profile picture... Or is that the picture of somebody? Oh, no, you did change your profile picture. Cool, cool, cool. It just didn't change for me, and then it looked up. Yeah, Eknor changed his pick. Yeah, I looked up at the top, and I was like, wait, it's showing a different picture at the top than at the bottom. Mm-mm-mm. I'm not proving crap to you. Wait, what are people asking... But to be fair, what other open world game is in depth as Bethesda Games open world? Which ones allow you to interact with almost everything? What do you mean? It, it like the I don't I don't know what you mean. So the fact that I can Yeah, oh, you so said you're talking to Sofa. Because I didn't play the crap out of Morrowind, Oblivion, Fallout 3 and uh New Vegas. But please tell me what I do and don't like again always been this way then you don't like Bethesda games no he likes Bethesda games what are you talking about second show has heat chat you want to stick around for it second show is going to be good creatures probably dying to go early we probably could we probably could go a little bit early right now people are going to get the 30 minute noti they'll come here and then we'll and then we'll head over in a little bit Especially if we get a gifted member train. That usually really, really helps momentum into the next stream. You know what else helps momentum into the next stream is hitting a like milestone. If 50 of you smack that like button, we'll hit 500 likes. That's big. We're still on this. Tell me what I do and don't like. I feel I heard that yesterday. Well, there's a common argumentative trope that exists on the internet. And when you're criticizing something, people go, well, you just don't like these types of games, right? I had somebody do that to me yesterday. I was criticizing Cyberpunk. You just don't like open world RPGs. I'm what? That's like my favorite game type? What? Oh, you just don't like games with lots of dialogue and dialogue options. Wait, what huh? I 
I've expressed frustration with being a streamer and not being able to slow bake games that I enjoy and listen to all the dialogue. What are you talking about? Right? It's it's a way to dismiss somebody's criticism. It would be like you criticizing a movie and then being like, well, you just don't really like science fiction. And you're like a diehard science fiction fan. You'd be like, I don't, what? Huh? You can like what you want. Don't mean you have to, uh, don't, uh, don't mean you don't have terrible taste. Oh, stop. I criticize the crap out of Destiny, but I also love the game. Criticism is often born out of a strong connection to the game. Yeah, a lot of the criticism that Eugene and other people are, are ushering in and, and invoicing for, like Cyberpunk or concerns and worry about Starfield, it actually comes from a place of enjoyment. Like, I played Skyrim. I played Fallout. I liked them. I would love to have a big, awesome experience like that in Starfield. So my worry, criticism, concern, pointing out potential flaws and problems, it's because... Man, I really want this thing to be awesome. I'm not understanding the argument like all the all the games are a little jank. Okay, I'm going to try and explain it one more time. I feel like I explained it really well, but I'm going to try one more time. When people played Skyrim and they played Fallout, they overlooked the bugs, they overlooked the problems because those games were doing something that very few games at the time did. If you wanted this huge open world experience and this RPG and crafting and all this awesome stuff, there weren't very many games doing that. Almost none. Okay? So you kind of overlooked it. You're like, well, it's such a massive game and there's so many things I can do. I'll look around that. Now... You can boot up games like Horizon Forbidden West, Breath of the Wild. You can have massive, huge, open-world RPG experiences, and they run great. Like, Breath of the Wild doesn't hit 60 FPS, but it's not a glitch-riddled, buggy game. It's a piece, it's, it's a masterpiece. Elden Ring, with the exception of some of my criticisms for the endgame, for all intents and purposes, this is an, o- is an open-world masterpiece. Ghost of Tsushima or Horizon Forbidden West, you know, Spider-Man. These are, these are amazing games. To be fair, Fallout 4 was way less buggy than their previous games. Yeah, I think people overstate the buggy nature of Fallout Master Jazz because I remember telling people, like, I never had any major issues when I played through Fallout 4 and I liked Fallout 4. So that's the point. There are so many games you can play right now. Assassin's Creed Origins and Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Assassin's Creed Valhalla is a massive open world RPG with building and customization and all the stuff you can do with your character and it's live service. It's freaking huge. And and I'm supposed to come play Starfield and be like, well, open world big games like this are just kind of janky. No, that's not, not that's not true. I would even look at No Man's Sky. I would even look at No Man's Sky and be like, I can build. I can interact with practically everything. There's always NPCs to, to interact with. There's there's questing I can do. There's progression I can do. There's RPG elements. And I it, it's not a glitch-riddled, buggy mess. It's not janky. Now it's taken No Man's Sky a long time to get there. But that's what we're saying. That's Bethesda, though. See... And what you're saying doesn't have the same charming excuse that it used to have. That used to be a charming bug Thesda, lovable bug Thesda. It used to be a charming excuse. Now it's just annoying. Right? 
it's like when your kid wants to revert and regress on something it was cute and kind of charming when I would tie my daughter's shoes now tie your own shoes you're about to be nine years old it ain't charming anymore it ain't cute anymore now when you're on the soccer field and you're in the middle of something and I can get down and quickly tie it for you that's different right but in general I'm like tie your own shoes this isn't charming or cute anymore you know what, what, when she's 15, you tie my shoe, Papa? No, what are you doing? <laughs> tie your own shoes. Right? It's not cute and charming anymore to be like, well, that's Bethesda. <laughs> I, I don't think people's attitude about it is like, is, is like, is that forgiving anymore? They're like, bro, what do you mean? You're owned by Microsoft. You got a massive budget. You've had plenty of time to build this. The frick are you doing? What's the, what's the deal? What's the problem? Go walk up to a table in Valhalla and try to grab everything and see what happens. It's a big difference. And you think... See, but that's the thing is, to argue that that's a quality worth putting up with bugs and glitches, I would say no. And you're presuming that you can even do that in Starfield. You're presuming that as like a, as a preemptive defense against bugs and glitches. Well, it's fine because I can walk up to a table and pick everything up. Maybe, and even if you can, is that good is that a good enough reason to have the game run poorly? That's a very specific example. Yeah, because kids will do that. Kids will regress and revert on things. They'll like, "Oh, can you cut my this sandwich for me? Can you do this for me?" No, stop it. You're 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 a big kid now. Knock that off. You know, it's just something kids do. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's like a test, you know, they're testing things. That's what they do. All I'm saying is it's the reason why no other devs do these things. Games are so much easier to polish. Yeah, but Doom, here's the real question. Are they sticking to a format and a quality point and a value point that no one gives a frick about anymore? Does anybody care about that anymore? Yo, Eknor Gift and five more memberships and they're working like they're supposed to. You love to see it. Corey Hartman, Jay, Jay Fwist, Big Wheeze, Optic Reaper, and Tom Kish. All of you just got memberships. Enjoy the badge, the emotes. You now have access to our members-only Discord. You can also watch the members-only talk show at the end of every day. Guys, if you haven't done so yet, click subscribe so you can talk and chat. We're going to get ready here to shift gears to a really great second show. I think we may have found the next big looter shooter. Could I get 34 more likes on this video, man? 500 likes is such a great milestone. Don't forget, if you're listening to me right now, guys, don't forget, on the second stream, we have been slacking on those likes. We need to come out, we need to shoot out like a cannon. You know, I, I can't take 400 people over to the next show and get like 50 likes. Like, you guys have got to go to the next show and give me some likes. So get ready. We're going to do it in a little bit. I'm just forewarning you, right? Give me to 500 and then get ready for the second show, okay? We keep going over to the second show with tons of folks. And then I'm like, like knocking on the door. You're making me beg for likes. Today's been great, by the way. We're about to hit a great like milestone, right? I haven't had to, I haven't had to ask for them that much. Maybe good gunplay and melee shouldn't be sacrificed for picking up tables. <laughs> exactly. Is that why ladders didn't work? They were worried about picking crap up off the ground? That's what I'm saying. Like, is that value point even that, imp- even that important anymore? 
Oh no, No Man's Skyrim is delayed. Quick, buy Skyrim. <laughs> Boris, that's pretty funny. Well done. That's a good point, Lono. RPG games that give you millions of choices may not be what audiences want. It may not even translate into a value point to the consumer anymore. Oh, I can pick up a pencil and a can and another can and a piece of paper. What do you do with it? I don't know. I just picked it all up. It's in my inventory. Like inventory bloat is a thing, is it not? Better question, Lono. What's the gameplay significance of being able to pick up everything in the world? Don't people always complain about menu bloat? It's an old idea and not that impressive anymore. Corey and I on the same wavelength. I didn't even see that you said that. Yeah, inventory bloat is a thing. I got 25 cans of beans and 18 pieces of scrap paper. What do you do with them? Hell if I know. I don't know. They're just sitting there. (laughs) I don't know what they're doing. Felt good to pick them up though. I don't know, it's just weird being concerned about grabbing a cup or a chicken leg in Valhalla. The Italian says, who cares if you can pick up everything? Half the crap's completely worthless. Yep. yep. You guys are getting there. You're getting You're getting there. You're seeing the point. It's like, it's not charming and adorable anymore to have a buggy, glitchy game, but, it, but it's, you can do this. No one cares about that anymore, bro. No one cares. It would be like going to a restaurant. And the first couple times you went to the restaurant, there was a long wait. And there was a guy doing card tricks and making balloon animals. And it helped you pass the time. And you didn't really realize that you waited 25 minutes to be seated. The fifth time you went to that restaurant, it'd get old. You're like, get the freaking balloons out of my face, bro. I've seen the card trick. Go away. I want, I want food. I want food. There's other restaurants in town that can seat me faster. That's what that feels like, right? It's like, it, it, it's a gimmick now, bro. It's, it's not doing what it once did. You're not selling me on your game. You're not selling me on quality and value. You're putting, you're just puking stuff all over the map. And because I can pick it all up, I'm supposed to be like, well, that's okay that everything's jittery and glitchy and buggy and dropping frames. It sounds like you don't like magic. <laughs> I have bear testicles in my inventory in Valhalla. I can't figure out what side mission it's part of. I can't get rid of them. (laughs) My logo McDonald's has a card trick guy. He's nice uh, and all, but man is human interactions annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one caring is a better argument to me. I'm good with that because the fact that exists is recognized. Right, it's a combination of things, right? It's a combination of people not caring Doom and it not being good enough to justify bugs and glitches. Does that make sense? I think in the past, people were more willing to over... Excuse me, were were more willing to overlook it. They were more willing to overlook it because those things were cool. They were groundbreaking. It was something... It was an experience you had never had before, right? Like... I don't think people have that same attitude. I don't think they have that attitude any longer. I think they're like, what the frick, man? <laughs> like, what the frick, bro? Bethesda is too scared to drop their uh, crappy creation engine. I don't know. That creation engine has a lot of value. It does. I think. I think it has a lot of value. I think people like it. I think because it's so easily moddable and adaptable and customizable, 
I think the modding community loves it, and I think that I think I think Bethesda likes it. I think there's a secret sauce in there that they don't want to lose. You know, I don't think they want to lose that secret sauce because there are there are elements to games. We, we've talked about this a little bit with Destiny. We talked about it a little bit with Halo Infinite. Sometimes you you run the risk of of losing the centrality and the and the central feeling of something you lose that if you suddenly ditch an engine and look how painful and long it took cd project red to do it they finally are like we're ditching the red engine we're ditching it we're we're going on we're going unreal for uh for witcher and for all future product right freaking here they built starfield in mine with modders right 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 Alright, we are going to shift gears. I believe that we have found... The, I believe that the next best looter shooter... The next big looter shooter is coming. And I want to cover it. I'm going to tell you everything we know. We know a lot. There's concerns about it's free to play, pay to win. All that's already in the dialogue. And they've already responded. We're going to be taking a look at all that. So don't go anywhere. Do me a favor. Only 13 more people need to smash like. Get ready to smash like again. In a minute or two, we're going to be shifting gears to a new stream. So stick around, hit subscribe, give some members, do some super chats. Let's get some more coffee orders. Do all the things that help support this live show that we do Monday through Friday, multiple shows a day. I'll be right back.
All right. We got some good stuff, man. I hope you guys really, really enjoy this next stream because I am I'm very excited. I'm trying not to get too excited. Right? I'm trying not to get too excited about this stream and about this game, but it's looking good. You need to get some sort of away image uh, when you walk away. No. No. I like... it's it, You do that and people are like, oh, he's gone. Instead of just like, oh, it's a chair. He'll be back in a second. The average streamer just steps away and... I know. We, we work, we've been considering like recording like little commercials and stuff. Um, like for Reforge Roast Coffee. You know? We've been considering doing that. So people literally get to see you know the coffee talked about like while I'm gone you should check out Hobbs BRBs Hobbs what mm, okay here this copy this First Ascendant, the next big looter. Oh, the Happy Hob. DS streamer. Oh, oh, like the soul streamer. Got it, got it, got it. I got a lot of details, guys. I got a lot of detail. Uh, a, d- a lot of details. Shorts have bumpers. Question, do shorts make you money? I don't see any ads on them. Shorts are a weird animal. We primarily do shorts because it's a great way to showcase the channel to people and get new subscribers who might like the live show and how I talk about things. So, you know what I'm saying? It's not necessary. We don't necessarily do shorts for money. No, because they don't generate the greatest amount of revenue. Okay. We are getting ready to go to a new show. If redirect typically doesn't work for you, we do a thing called live redirect where I take you to the next show. Click the link in chat. I'm going to put a link in chat. Do me a favor. We need tons of likes on these new streams. When we do a second stream, lately, I've been having to, like, pull teeth to get people to press the like button. I'm about to take roughly 400 people over to a brand new stream, and I need you to go over there and immediately press that like button, okay? It's been really tough lately, and I think a lot of it's because you guys turn to lurkers in the afternoon. Help me out whenever we switch to new streams, okay?
Thanks so much for clicking on this video. This is going to be a video about the first descendant and why I think it might be the next big looter shooter. If you haven't paid attention to the first descendant, it was formally titled Project Magnum. And I've got a breakdown for you. I'm going to put all of the good information right here at the beginning. It's a live stream, so it's a longer video, but I put all the goods right here at the beginning. A great breakdown of everything we know so far. They have responded to concerns about pay to win and being free to play. This game looks very, very promising. I'm going to end the previous stream. We did a stream this morning about the Starfield release date getting delayed potentially again. I'm going to end that stream and bring everybody over. And once everybody comes over, be sure to hit that like button. If you're watching the past broadcast, be 